Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the latest episode of the Unranked Podcast. That's right. It is the 224th episode. That means only 27 to go before season three. That's right. We are about to head on out of Johto. But before we get there, let's start this episode. I am Christian Humes. We have Alex Marinello. Yup. And Tom Caswell. Hey, baby. What's up? And hopefully, Dan, we will be joining us. We appear to be having some technical issues. <laughs> it turns out Dan's a robot, and we didn't power yeah. him up. Yeah. Right. Didn't charge his batteries so, last night. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we shall soon see. Guys, how you feeling? What's going on? What's been going on? Uh, high energy. Uh, trying to look around. I don't know why I'm like trying to refresh my recollection of things I did by looking around the apartment. Um, good. No, uh, I think it's been a pretty good week. Um, you know, things are opening up here on the island of Long. I, I can get a haircut if I wanted to, but I'm not Russian. It looks this great. was my I'm question. I, I was here so. to ask. I was here to ask, what are you going to do? Because I'm telling you right now, stuff's opening up. What? I don't give a shit if they say stuff's opening up. It is probably less safe today yeah. than it was before. Yeah. Um. No, I am not... Getting a haircut, also because I I kind of am enjoying the long hair while I, I it looks while I can. It looks good. Well, I'm enjoying it while I can. I feel like you should shave the face though. No, I can't shave the face. I don't have like a I don't have a good jawline. I gotta I gotta keep the I gotta keep the. You got jowls for sure. Yeah, I got yeah, your yeah. big big jowls, big time jowls, big jowl, big you jelly jowls. You can check jowls. out the jowls. You can check out the hair at patreoncom forward slash podcast. Right. So the the jowls are in, are in full effect and. Uh, need to be defined by the beard. So that's number one. Now, here's um, the question. Well, well, I don't want to move from the jowls too, too quickly. Okay. Yeah, no, let's not get too far from about, the jowls. Let's talk about the jowls for a bit. <laughs> yeah. Well, Do you not think that maybe a uh, longer beard, a thicker beard might... Like, I, I think you should grow this out more. Okay, so I also have a problem where there's a little bit of a disconnect in hair. Yeah, I see that. You've got between one Between here yeah. and here. Yeah, right. but that's fine. And also, that's fine. A little bit right here, a little disconnect there. Also, yeah. if I let it grow out, it does not grow straight. It grows okay. curly. Okay. So it looks, it looks. I would argue it looks worse. Mm. The thicker it gets, even though I'm trimming it, it looks unkempt just because it curls and it but doesn't could... come. Yes. Yeah, okay. No, no, no. I'm talk just to saying. Uh, there's ways to. There's ways to help with that because mine yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. So. I have a question for you because I am someone who finds that if I don't shave frequently, I yes. lose my jawline. Like yeah. it becomes softer oh, when I have a beard. Interesting. Oh wait, so, like what? my jawline is better if I'm clean shaven. Oh no, 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 because no, I no, actually no. have cheekbones. And I have jawline. to. I have to actually define where my jaw is with <laughs> the beard. Is what's going on? That's what's happening. Here. Yeah, mine gets lost when I yeah. when I have. No, so that's part of why I well, that's, well, that's why that's why I'm sh- that's why I'm shaved below the line mm, yeah. it's defin it's defining where my jaw ends and where my <laughs> neck begins <laughs> um but no i am enjoying the long hair while i can because if i have to go back to the office this will get cut um but for now uh just because just because today actually today i had a deposition and um you know took a shower washed my hair and everything and had to actually comb it and it is a little bit harder to manage to look like combed Smart. and nice and whatever sure. whereas this is you know just gotta go back to bed. the wigs yeah just get out of the get what we gotta go back to the white wigs 
Oh yeah, white wig, baby. I should go back. Yeah, we should. We <laughs> no really one can should. get their haircut. Get the old white wigs yeah. back in. So um, anyway, that's you know. But back to the COVID thing. I am not rushing to go anywhere. No, so, no, I'm not in a rush. I'm not like these people. Like the, the restaurants open for outside, uh, dine. I guess dine in, dine out, dine outside. And people are like rushing to get those reservations. I'm like, relax, <laughs> relax. It, it, it'll be there. Like, just chill. Fuck. It, like, they're just as crowded. It's so stupid. My disdain for that stuff and my my the disdain homebody inside me guy. is just like, fuck that. I'm just gonna stay home. Like as long no, as, as long as I can stay home and not go out, I'm going same. to continue to do that. Yeah, same. I love it. I, I mean, as much as you can love it. Um, right. Sure. I don't mind it in the sense that, you know, I'm entertained, entertain myself. Our pool is opening up to Our be slightly, is... slightly more lax. I'm going. I have an appointment tomorrow for the first time. Oh, you've, oh so it's appointment-based. It's, it's appointment-based. Yeah, reservation. Yeah, you get an hour and a half window for you and your, your group, essentially. You, you, you can't spend the day there. No. Wow. No. Yeah. But, hey, wow, it's, better than, it's better than opening up to everyone. Because there's, I mean, there's like 500 units at our complex. So right. even though we have two big pools, it's still mm. not enough. Especially no. after months of it being closed. You know how packed it would be. If I know, but I feel like people are there. people are very weird with pools. I, I bet you half your complex doesn't even use it. Yeah, but that's still a ton of people. It is still a ton. Because <laughs> we have the same thing. We have a pool here. Um, they haven't told us anything yet. It's, it's closed. They haven't told us anything yet about it opening. My idea would be, you know, put 50% capacity at what it would be. Like, I fucking know. Um, or just, you know, no guests. Uh, but, and then, you know, the, the mayor, who we call the, ma- the guy that's always around. I was talking to him the other day, and we were both saying, like, 75% of the people who live here don't even use this pool. There's, like, a, there's like the core 10 of us that use this pool. <laughs> fucking live with the mob? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? The mayor. The like, mayor. The... He's the mayor of this complex. He's, he knows everybody. He comes over <laughs> you even if you don't want him that's to. That's some shady shit right there. He comes over even when you don't. You're want one to of those come people over. that talks to people. Me? I don't want to know a name. No, of, but, of anyone but, else here. Uh, uh, he yes, doesn't. The, he calls in the man. I don't. <laughs> yeah. Right. I don't even know his name. Right. Well, no. I I think actually I do know his name because it's on his license plate. But what? One, one, <laughs> oh oh my god! He's the kind of guy. So he's one of those people. <laughs> he's the kind of guy though that like That's what you, it sounds you know like. me. You know me, right? Yeah. Brittany and I. Britt and I will be sitting at the pool, minding our own business, reading our books. And he'll just walk over. And that's how he started talking to us. And now it's like, yeah. we don't go over to Madness. him to talk. He just comes Madness. over to us. It's like, you know, and I'm clearly reading or I clearly have headphones in. He doesn't care. He'll start talking anyway. Yeah. And he comes over and he gives you something and he's like, you know, if I ever need a favor in the future. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 He's got a shovel outside his apartment, but he doesn't have any Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, dude, he's got his name on his license plate. I don't know what further evidence you need. What's his uh, license plate number? It's his name. Which is? <laughs> no. <laughs> Tuna doesn't want to get kneecapped. He's not going to share right. info Are you kidding you. me? I'm, fucking, I'm, I'm just a lieutenant over here. I don't want to, you know, mess with the boss. I'm trying to work my way up. Oh, man. Oh, God. What's this week's Pokemon? Let's do it. <laughs> this week's Pokemon, 224. Octillery. Oh, oh yes. yes. Yes, Octils. Yeah, the one that makes no sense. Yeah, the evolution of Remoraid. I fish, gotta be honest with you. The octopus. 
I feel like in my mind, half of these Pokemon that we've gone through for the Johto region have just been unforgettable. Thoughts? Oh, this is a. Do you this mean is a great, great, yeah, or he unforgettable? Okay. What did he I meant say? Unremarkable. He meant he said unremarkable. I read yeah. unremarkable. <laughs> they have just been, <laughs> and I say this in simplest of terms, unforgettable. <laughs> Unforgettable. They've great. just been. I think this so is classic. He's good. He's good. He's I think good. you could take this. You could take this. Drop it in to the first gen. Fits right it. I think this is a great Pokemon. He looks um, like a prize you'd win at a carnival. I think. Um, I think that's good. Chris, that means it's a toy. That's good. From the leaks that happened a few few months ago about like all the beta, I think this was designed for Gen One, if I remember. This was one of the designs that yeah. they saved for Gen Two, but they had designed it for Red and Blue. Was um, it an evolution in red and blue or like of something? Oh, I'm not sure. Or stand up. Sure yeah, right, but, but there were a I lot did... of Pokemon that were kind of mixed between the two. But I did see uh, there's that guy. I think Chris might have brought him up on uh, a podcast episode before where he takes two two level evolution Pokemon and makes a middle evolution for them. And he did a bit. He did one for Remoraid into Octillery. And the middle evolution, I'm like, there's the Pokemon we need to explain what's happening. Like, it's actually a really good design for a middle evolution between these two. Mm. And it, yeah, it just makes no sense. At no point, there's no design language or ethos at all between these two. But ethos. on his own, Octillery, great looking fucking Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it's cool. It makes no sense as an evolution to the thing below it, but sure. It doesn't. But you know what? It does make a great segue out of the Pokemon and into something I've been watching this week, which is the new Pokemon anime on Netflix. Wow. And I cannot tell you how incredible this new anime is. I mean, like, I would say, like, it's, like, I thought I thought it was a reboot, first of all. It felt like a reboot because of the speed at which things are happening in this show is unlike the previous series. They're just, they just moving. Shit is happening. It's not like a whole episode with one Pokemon. You're, you're seeing legendary Pokemon. You're seeing mythical Pokemon. You're seeing like 50 different variety of Pokemon in a single episode. You're seeing uh, tournament battles. They've already been to three different regions in 12 episodes. It is, it is like a completely different show. And the reason I thought it was a reboot is because they introduced the new character, Go, which this companion character is amazing because... Ash's whole thing originally was like, I'm going to catch all the Pokemon, but that was never actually his thing. He just wants to be a Pokemon master. And now right. Pokemon Go is more, the video game is more about like catching all of them and fulfilling right. like the decks and the Let's Go games. So Go is built behind that ethos, as Tom would say, where his motivation primarily is to catch all the Pokemon. So he's going out and he's like a madman. In a single episode, this guy catches like 20 Pokemon. He's just like, pshoo, 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 pshoo. but he is not a competent fighter and he's like rolling around with ash and ash is like yeah maybe i should try catching a pokemon but ash is like but watch me kick this guy's ass in this battle and goes how like many, oh man uh, I don't know how, to do that. how long are the episodes uh like 22 minutes oh so they're 22 minutes and in 12 episodes yeah. you're doing more we're flying than, than like a season we're flying of this show back in the old it's days. great it's great yeah. so i've watched half of the episodes and they like one one episode when they go when they finally go to Galar uh, is like oh let's go check out Dynamaxing and boom like they're in the Galar region and they're like they do an episode where uh, Go gets a score bunny like that's the whole episode because Go doesn't have a partner Pokemon like Ash. Um, I agree with Chris. I think this is a really smart reboot for the series and 
I, at first I was a little off-put at the idea of there being dual protagonists because Go is just as much the protagonist yeah. as Ash. But I like the fact that they're coming it from the angle of Ash is in tune with Pokemon. He understands them on emotional aspect. And Go understands them from a very analytical aspect. He knows everything about the Pokedex. He knows everything about what this Pokemon does. Whereas Ash doesn't have that knowledge, but he can like feel a Pokemon. He can understand them on an emotional level. And so having these dual protagonists is actually works it's very, really very well. Yeah. Um, I, I think I think if you are looking for a new a way to jump back in, this this is it. It's really also very weird to they have an intro where it's Pikachu like playing with a Pokeball and the Pokeball explodes and it goes a Netflix original series. And I'm like, this is bizarre. Yeah, but <laughs> it's not be... it's not really. They just bought sure. the rights to it. Like, right. Essentially, because this is already aired in Japan. But here's the here's the brilliance of this. Because it's it's in Japan still like as a weekly show, so the way they're doing it is every three months, once twelve episodes come out, so every twelve weeks, they do a drop of the next twelve episodes. So you get it in like a nice big chunk of episodes that have now been dubbed into English language. Yeah, yeah. So th there's not a lot to have to watch right now, which is great. Um, the I meant to say this, but the reason I thought it was a reboot was because. When the first episode starts, they show you, like, Ash waking up, missing the time, like, right. going to get his Pokemon. But, like, then there's a five... It's literally five seconds long. So if you look away from the TV, which I did, it cuts to, and that's how Ash met Pikachu. And they had many adventures. <laughs> On to the next one. And then and then it was just him with Pikachu. And I was like, oh, wow. they Like, I must have looked away. It was... It's like a... It's literally, if you miss that five seconds, you will think they just started the show over, which is what I really believed it was. So... Crazy. Because if feels so different the animation um and the reason i'm i mean this is the last point i'm gonna make the reason i use this as a segue is they go to a dragonite island where there's dragonite dratini and dragonair and like they catch a bunch of them and at some point they bring up they're like boy it sure is weird that it turns into dragonite like how does it even get the arms and the legs why is the color nice. so different and then, <laughs> which is good because it is a question that, we've done, that we have at, that uh, trainers like us yeah have trainers like <laughs> trainers like you <laughs> trainers like me um uh, so i've good. been watching oh sorry that's it it was, it's good oh, just putting a right. button on it it's close so i've been i've been watching from a recommendation from someone in the discord i can't remember now i'm sorry uh vinland yeah it's an anime about like uh vikings and england oh, like right okay. before william the conqueror uh conquers um it's good i think it's pretty solid i think if you like like the history like i do then i think you would like it but it's pretty standard uh, in terms of like just a story like a kid uh goes with his dad on an adventure and the dad is like this amazing fighter um spoiler alert dad dies okay it's not a big deal it's okay. like happens in the second episode um and then the kid the kid vows vengeance against his dad against this other guy and but he follows and travels with this other guy and grows with this other guy and this other guy is clearly doing the old i'm gonna teach him I'm going to protect him. I'm going to let him grow. And eventually, I'm guessing, I haven't seen it yet. My guess is that the kid's going to either grow up and say to himself, obviously, one of two, two things are going to happen. One, he is going to kill the guy that killed his dad. Or two, he's not going to kill the guy that killed his dad and say, I believe in peace or you know, something like that. Sure. Right. So, um, but it, you know, it, like, it takes the events that happened right before William the Conqueror and just injects 
this story into it, which is fine. And this uh, is an good. anime. Yeah, that's cool. Is this, this a is Japanese an anime. show? It's on. Okay. A, it's on Amazon. It's not dubbed. You have to read the subtitles. Which Whoa. whatever. Ooh. Um, which is fine. How like it. is it fantastical at all, or is I it? I don't know what the hell that means. Like, does it have dragons, or is it? Oh, is it no, like, oh, like fantasy? No, no, no. Yeah. None no, of no, that no. Shit. It's 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 meant to be historical. Okay, it's, it's a meant historical. to be historical. Okay. The only thing that I think that seems fantastical is one character one time ate these mushrooms and like went berserk and then also one character is so strong <laughs> we, we've all been there yeah one character is so strong he can lift pylons like wooden pile you know what i mean okay. and like chuck them or he can chuck a rock that's as big as a house that's as that's far funny. as we've gotten in this show and so how many no like his... fantasy are they Got... making like historical references like are you yeah like, they're oh, saying I, like I know they, they know show. the kid yeah they're saying the king of denmark sven they reference him. They reference Ethelred, the Unready. Um, they reference. Uh, I mean, the main character's name is Thorskin. Thorskin, not Forskin. Forskin. Thorskin. Thorskin. <laughs> Something like that. I don't know. And the other character's name is Floki. It's it's takes liberties. <laughs> Flo- Flo- Floki. Floki. Floki is a character in the Vikings TV show. So I think Floki is actually a character of law from yeah Loki Sc- Scandinavia. Yeah Loki. But Floki and Loki are not the same character, though. I think it's meant They're to be. They're not. Okay. I think it's meant to be, though. Oh, well, okay. whatever. Floki um, could just be a name that's derived from... Right, the, from Loki. Ca- yeah. From Loki, from mythology. Right. Floki could the, be... A, I, totally. Yeah. Totally. I know the main character in Vikings is is Floki from... Oh, all right. Well, then... Brooke tells me. Well, I mean, I've listened um, to Neil Gaiman's Norse mythology, and it's not Floki. It's Loki. So yeah, no, it's it is Loki. I mean, I have the book. <laughs> or it's, it's Loki de Utgard. Looking at, right, looking at right in the face right now. Um, so the other show that we watched really quick, cause we're running out of shit, but, um, we read in the woods. I think it's in the woods. It's a, it was a Polish show. Okay. Uh, and it was good. It was like a murder mystery kind of thing. It was all right. I mean, it was, you know, it was good. It wasn't like great. It wasn't this amazing show, but we've, we've gotten, you know, we, we watched money heist. We've watched now into the woods. Um, really fresh thrilled. Prince. No, I'm not watching HBO Max. It's so good, man. It holds up. I'm not doing an old show. I want new shit, dude. No, but I understand that. But let me let me say something because actually, this is a question I had for you. This is something that I find interesting. Um, Yeah, talk to me. The part of the reason you want to rewatch some of these older shows that Mm -hmm. were such classics when we were younger is Mm. because there are many things about them that you weren't able to pick up. You didn't have the insight because of the age at which you watched it because they were... The reason they're so good is because they were like like the best Pixar movies. They're made for kids and adults. And they tackle big... And so now rewatching them, I'm like, I cannot believe all of these things that are in this that I missed. And now I like it more than I did Uh, previously. I'll I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Um... I just don't know if I can commit to Fresh Prince. That's a lot of seasons. That's a lot it of is, show. It is. It is. The episode's That's short, a but lot it is. of show. Yeah. Like, I'm already struggling. Not. St- I don't want to say struggling, but I, I kind of want to finish Vinland first. Yeah. But after that, I'm going to watch um, Avatar The Last Airbender again before I start reading this book yeah. that I got. Because I want to be finish fresh. My Hero also, now that the dub but is yeah, out. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll watch My Hero. Um, I'm also still reading that Army at Dawn book, which is taking me a lot longer than I thought because it's so much information. That like, mm. fuck me. Like I'm reading a lot slower than, which is fine. It's great. It's yeah. fantastic, but um, it's just taking me longer. Uh, and that's it, man. I had Other one more that. show, really quick, and this is another thing that I wanted to ask you about because you've you've missed out on a lot of cartoons. Like, what are you talking about? Years. 
in the recent years. You stuck with the kids shows, and then now you fell off. You haven't seen Voltron. You haven't fell seen off. She-Ra. And I know you haven't Who? seen this show, She-Ra what? and Voltron, both on Netflix. Incredible. Yeah. But yeah. this new show, well, it's an older show, but it's a newer show, Steven Universe. I just started watching it. It's on HBO Max. It is one of the best. It's up there with She-Ra. It's one of the best cartoons I've ever watched. I, it, it's maybe not quite as good as Avatar Last Airbender. Steven? Steven Universe is Steven Universe. You must have heard of this show. No, no Thomas, he must I not. have not really? heard of it. He must not have. It's, oh, okay. it's so, so, so is, good. I just what is people it love it, dude. Um, it's got a lot of sci-fi fantasy elements in it, and it's about this kid, Steven Universe, and his... He's, he has uh, parents. His dad is a human, but his mom was not. They're these sort of um, sentient gemstones. So they're people that are actually also like this, gems. This sounds like Star-Lord. It's a little Avengers. bit. It's got a little bit like that, but they're not on a ship. They're, he's just like a regular kid trying to have a regular life, but he has interrupted all, right. all the time by, you know celestial beings and things like that <laughs> so but okay. it's, it's really right. really good it's on H- i mean hbo max is amazing right now because cartoon network because it has infinity train it has steven universe has adventure time just like i never saw steven universe and i am loving watching it right now all right can i be honest with you so cartoons like adventure time like that art style puts me off i get that yeah i get that and i that's why you like I'm, I, I'm not necessarily into adventure time i'm just saying in general they have like a large selection but Steven Universe is yeah. not like Adventure Time art style. All right. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I do know what you're saying. That kind of art saying. style totally throws me off. Like, yeah. it totally turns me off. I don't like it. Yeah. I just, like, I like Avatar. Like, you know, I, I don't want to say that Hey Arnold either was, but I, I don't know. No, it's, you know what it is? Because I had this discussion with Teresa the other day. Um, yeah. I personally could not get into Beavis and Butthead. I could not get into Running Stimpy. And Rocco's <laughs> no, Modern Life was like the edge of it. Rocco's Modern yeah, it was Life right there. was like, it was mm-hmm. just gross yeah. enough for a small amount of time that i could watch it it was just yeah, if it's too gross too ugly sometimes that mm-hmm. i could watch yeah rock and mm-hmm. life is like the edge of that for me i mm-hmm. i'm on board but yep. steven universe is yep. not shira is not they both have great great visuals they're not all right it's not ugly art as i would call I gotta it check it out yeah it's good tom yeah i haven't watched uh a ton of new stuff. Been keeping up with um, the Kardashians Tintines a little bit. The Kardashians for sure. Now, you know what Tom's but... doing? Tom's playing games, <laughs> unlike us. <laughs> I, I've played. I, I've played. Well, a if you want to talk about a game, games. we can play a game. We could talk about a game that we, the two of us, have played. Well, let's let's start off with that. So, oh, I want to hear about this. <laughs> he sounds yeah. so serious. He sounds so far. Well, let's start off with that. I want to well, hear about I've this. Got, I've got a lot of other games to talk about. <laughs> let me tell you why I want to hear about this because I. This is the title I wanted to make for my card game until I realized it was the name of a game. Because <laughs> once I determined oh. I was going to call my creatures Echoes, I was like, oh, I'm going to call this game like, and I had come up with like a bunch of things. And I was like, ooh, Echo Arena sounds good. And then yeah. <laughs> found out it's a and game. It I was so already, mad. Yeah. I was so mad. I got to be honest. Yeah, too- fucking mm-hmm. Echo VR is, look, it's amazing. And, and, yeah. I, and Brittany will say, and I will admit, since getting my VR headset a year ago almost, I pick I played it for like the first like month. I did like Beat Saber and shit. Then I didn't pick it up for months. Then all mm-hmm. of a sudden you told me about well, first I got the the room VR, but then you were like, I'll get that if you get the Echo game. So I was like, all right, so I get the Echo game. The Echo game is fucking sick. It is yeah. so much fun. Um it's basically uh Ultimate Frisbee it- Zero Gravity. Mm-hmm. It's Tron. Um 
Yeah, yeah. It, re- it really, well, with zero gravity involved. With zero gravity. And you're the, moving, baby. You're, you're controlling thrusters. You're flying around. Yeah, you've got um, Iron Man. You've got the, Iron Man controls. They need to come Iron out Man with a new quest. I, I, this uh. is, <laughs> I mean, I'm telling yes. you right now, this game, we've been playing it so, for the two of us. We've played every been, day. Yeah, we've been playing Tuna it will a be lot. like, hey, I'm on my lunch break. Yeah. Let's play Echo Arena. <laughs> I did. I was or, like, I'm on lunch. Fucking you want to play? Or I'm yeah. like, I get off at five o'clock sharp. I'm turning off my computer. Let's go play. Yeah. Um, uh, we've we've been getting good. We've been getting we, good. We've been getting good. I, we've been getting I, I'm real stunned good. at the progress we've made. Yeah. Uh, so the basic it's control just fun. Mm-hmm. But yeah, go the, ahead. The, talk the, about the controls. The, the, the basic controls are you have so you have face buttons on the Oculus. So it's in zero gravity. So you don't have to run. Your your movement comes from jet propulsion on your wrists. And so you have uh, a button on each wrist. And basically, you hold your wrists in the direction you want to go, and you hold the buttons to have jets come out of your wrist to point you. So you fly like Superman, essentially. Mm. Then you have the stick, the left stick on the left Oculus controller. If you hit that, you get a quick boost. Mm-hmm. So if you need to, if you need to boost real quick to grab the frisbee or get to whatever, um, you can do that. And then the right stick, if you click that in, it halts your movement. So if you overshoot something and you quickly need to turn around or okay. quickly need to move, you can press yep. that in and okay. you just stop immediately. I see that. So I'm just kind of like zooming. I'm, I'm telling zooming, you, dude. Flying, it's fucking stopping. sick. Is it? How? It's how is the? Fun. It's like really responsive. It's not like floaty. Extremely responsive. Very well, nice. You're floaty because you're, well, you're, you're in zero. Well, gravity. you're floaty, but the second you hit the stop thing, it, it you stop and then you turn your head where you want to go and you go like and yeah. you. And I would say you need a, you need some arm room because you're also punching and blocking. Yeah, so you're and trying throwing. to punch a player to stun them <laughs> as well, and then you're using the grip button to grip the frisbee, or even grip anything. You can grip onto walls, you can grip onto yeah. obstacles, and pull and yourself. And also, one time I grabbed a guy who was floating in front of me, grabbed him, pulled him to me, punched him, took the frisbee, and threw it away. Yeah, it's. It's so one uh, look, of the for me to jump in like almost every day is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, so so the the in terms of like the physics, if if that's what you're referring to, Chris, the physics are amazing because that so the arenas themselves, obviously that contained you're like in a basically a big cylinder, but there are objects, there are big like cubes and diamonds and triangles. How many players is it? Four on four. Four on four total. Yeah. Like I wish that you and Dan Got like to have a team of us would just be yeah. I I'd just be forever on Google. I I, I would I, come out of the damn thing. I'll I'll get to get it at some point. At this point, yeah. like oh. I really just wanted to wait for. Look, I think the first quest is amazing, but I just hate I hate buying first gen anything. You know, it's like the second iPhone was so much better. The second iPad that. is so like it's just the case with I hear everything. That. Totally hear that. Um, and with the, the, when you launch too, so you're in these tubes before each round, each, after you score, you reset in a certain area and you're in these tubes and you have to grab onto the ring at the end of the tube. And when the count, the countdown goes, and then when the countdown's over, you hit the middle of it and the ring pulls you forward. But not only are you like tuna can grab onto the ring, but then I can grab onto tuna. So oh, the ring pulls him forward. Yeah, it's like monkeys and, and then it's it barrel monkeys. Him, and then I <laughs> propel off he of He propels tuna. faster. 
So oh, he it's gets like, it's like human fast. fall flat. <laughs> like, we were having we I mean we, we we were doing a little move for a little bit where I you know we would jet out. I would grab the frisbee. They would be coming at me. I would throw it down to Tom. Yeah, I would he immediately would grab drop. It. Oh, yeah. Just, and I'll be honest. You, with and you. you can get plays and stuff like there, yeah. there's tactical way of like, oh, yeah. all right, these guys over here, these guys are covering this. They're very aggressive. They're, they're trying to get stuns because another thing that Tuna had mentioned was you can punt, you can hold down one of the triggers and if you punch someone in the head, it stuns them for five seconds. Yeah. But if you can block like this, and if you block a stun, the person that tries to attack you is stunned. So right. there's that physicality too. And, and you so can also just grab the frisbee. If you're passing by them, if you hit the grab button and they're holding the frisbee, you're going to steal the frisbee out of their hand. It yeah. is an incredible amount of fun. And I would say for how much motion is going on, I did not feel dizzy and I have yet to feel dizzy while playing, which is something that I was worried about because when I played um, a driving VR game where it was moving and you're moving really fast because of the inner, inner ear fluid discrepancy, I was getting dizzy playing that and I couldn't play it anymore. So I was worried with this, but I'm not dizzy with this and I don't really understand why, but I'm not. So. Well, I think it's because you're simulating um you're simulating zero gravity so the when i get dizzy in vr it's when mm. i'm i'm moving my character's body is moving like i'm walking but i'm just sitting down right. whereas in zero gravity i may as well just be exi- like sure. there's nothing yeah. tethering me to like an actual physical plane that i'm moving on and right. so i I think that that's why that works so well. That being said, and this is something that I brought up with Tuna, the um, I definitely do feel after I take the headset off, uh, a little bit of time needs to pass where I'm like, maybe I, yes, you need okay, like you that know, is something too. You know what you need to do? Feel... You need to just go into like the menu on it for a while, or like open up a match or something where you can just stand <sighs> straight. So that your well, brain can even, recalibrate, then take it off. Well, you're not yeah, standing. I at just any mean. Point. Oh. I just mean also. I just mean also like the fact that the longer that we're in there, like this is gonna sound fucking weird, but the I, longer I that we're, yeah. yeah, you know where I'm going with this. The longer that we're in there, right? The more my brain is saying to myself, "I'm there." So then, yeah. when we're done, and I take the headset off, it's like, "Oh yeah, I'm in my bedroom." Well, because and... what's the difference, right? It's your really brain? fucking weird. Alex, and if this you is could what get I'll in a pod. About... No, I would get in a pod. I would get in a pod in five the seconds. Of times, Fuck the it. I'd get in a fucking pod. The we've been playing, and two is like, why pod. do I bother doing anything else? <laughs> right. Why do I bother doing anything else? This is amazing. Um, so, uh, and then even like the, the, the lobby before you get in the game, like you can fuck around in there, float around. We were, we were throwing balls and hitting balls on bats and yeah, shit. Yeah, like, they have it's like dinosaur toys that you can yeah. toss and then like a Tossing baseball around. and wiffle ball that you can yeah. fuck around with. And then um, also just to segue since VR, segue out of Echo into the room VR, which is a puzzle game. That also feels extremely immersive in the sense that I really feel like I'm in the rooms. I really feel like I'm messing with the mechanics of each puzzle it's really good uh if you like the room on the phone you're gonna love the room in vr it's incredible and it's one of those things again where if i play that game for too long um i like forget for a split second but i'm actually in my bedroom yeah Yeah, i get it that's awesome that's super super cool 
Yeah, I look forward to our daily echo match. Yes, yeah, <laughs> that's why I'm like. Five, that's why I texted you today. I'm like five o'clock. I'm off. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Uh, I haven't been playing any other VR outside of uh, Echo VR. I did boot up the Room VR for for a smidge, but I didn't dive too deep. But I I'm very happy with how well they translated that mobile game to yep. the the Oculus. Mm-hmm. Um, it is uh, as Tuna said, very much like just the next level of of experiencing that game. I'm like very excited for the next couple like even like a year from now i'm very mm-hmm. excited to see what is going on because mm-hmm. between the room and echo psh, like i said i'll just be forever on google i want i want like a platforming vr game that is kind of like um the special levels work, in though? super mario sunshine like first person it would almost be like wipeout style courses where you're just yeah like... but here's my thing with that though and i think yeah. tom brought that up it's like i feel like i'll get dizzy you guys, uh, it's a shame you guys uh, are unable to try uh, Astrobot. Astrobot is an is an awesome platformer. It isn't in first person, but um, that the shame the, I can't play it. Well, if you get if you get PS Five, I assume it's gonna be. Uh, I assume it's yeah. gonna be backwards compatible. If you get a PS Five, oh, so. go ahead, Tunes. No, this just, I guess this is like a quick complaint that mm. I have. Mm. I had to make a Facebook. Oh, okay. Play. We should talk about this because this was really fucking annoying. Yeah, yeah. Oh well, because Oculus is made by Facebook. Yeah. So he had to make a Facebook to add me as a friend through Oculus, and there's mm-hmm. no way to do it. But it isn't even adding me via Facebook. Yeah. Like he didn't have to add me as a friend on Facebook, and then yeah. it added me in Oculus. Well, to, but to make an Xbox Live account, you have to have a Microsoft account. So you have to set up a Microsoft account as I know, but Microsoft, but we Facebook, have, but, but you can set up an Oculus they, account they would tell and you not no have different. a Facebook. I fucking hate Facebook. Um, yeah, but obviously, so my only thing with Facebook was that I gave them, I had to give them my phone number uh, yeah. to sign up, and then as soon as like Facebook was made, I got a text that was like, "Go see your new friend, go see your suggested friends." I'm like. No, that's not no. what this is for. There's no friends. There's Putting no the, right. There's no there's picture. No I completely changed my name to nothing like me, and I'm still getting re- things because it's obviously going through my phone and finding all my people that are on Instagram and in my contacts and being like, "Do you know this person? Do you know this person?" I'm like, "I do know these people, but I will not be friends with them because this is literally <laughs> just an Oculus thing." So uh-huh. fuck off. <laughs> like, right. and I'm getting. I literally got a text message from one of those. Like five digit numbers that was like, do you know so-and-so? I'm like, whoa, turn this shit off. And I thought I did turn all this crap off. It's just uh, uh, very annoying. And the fact that we had to, I had to sign up on Facebook to be your friend to play this game is very uh, dumb. Break it up. Break up that company. Break up that company. Break yeah, break, them all, that. break them all up. Yeah, break them all up. Break them all up. Because I would love to use my Oculus and use Instagram without feeling like a piece of shit about also, it. Also, <laughs> break them all up and then take the cash reserves that they have. Yeah. Give it back. Give it to me. Give it back. Give it to me. I know how to use that. I know how to use that cash. Give it to me. Just, I'll just, take care just, of it. They're sitting on so much fucking. A year from now, don't even get me started. Harmony, Harmony don't even get me started. Facebook. They're sitting on so much fucking. They're sitting on no, so Harmony much buys fucking Facebook. cash. Harmony buys Facebook. Break. Gotcha. Fucking got um, more money than fucking God. So oh. I've been playing. 
I've been playing, <laughs> so uh, dude, tuna anti-capitalism over here. I'm loving uh, it. I'm you know, loving it. Alex has been, Alex has finally been radicalized by coronavirus. No, there's no, it's not radical. Alex has been radicalized there's, by no, coronavirus. Dude, there's been some radicalization. The Tom, meritocracy, Alex's meritocracy has finally died. The coronavirus yeah, has radicalized. Been some, there's been some radicalization. There no absolutely radical. has been some radicalization. So I've been playing. I've been playing a couple of uh, other games. The first one I want to talk about. Um, I played the Grounded demo. Um, <sighs> Man, I really meant to play that today before we got here. I'm so excited to try this. Um, so it's a it's a half hour demo of a game that is going to go into early access in July. If anyone's missed it, it's essentially Honey I Shrunk the Kids, the video game. It's a survival multiplayer game, and mm. boy, I was impressed. I was excited for this. But playing it, I was like, this is going to be early access. This looks amazing. Um, I was thinking of it in terms of like Ark Survival Evolved and all those games. But it's made by Obsidian, who have obviously been making games for forever. So it looks great. It plays great. It, it is... looks a little Fortnite-y too in the trailers, right? Because I mean, could... there's building in it. There is building. Um, I didn't get to a lot of building in the demo that I was playing because you can you can do whatever you want. The demo just kind of spits you and is like, explore and figure shit out. So I did a specific mission that didn't have anything to do with building, but I was able to pick up items to build with. And I liked that because um, I would cut blades of grass. And so I had like grass stalks. And when I picked them up, it stacked them. So I would have like oh, nice. five on a shoulder. And I it like was that. like, you can either drop them or you could huck them. So you could like toss them. And the physics... Yeah was very real world so they fall, awesome. fell and all this stuff um uh, but the one thing that i wanted to, to make clear about it is obviously there's building and there's things to handle in the inventory but i think it's done superbly because not only is it um so you could pick up um fig uh frigs sprig sorry sprigs um and sprigs is just like little tufts of plant or whatever yeah. and then you can turn that into woven material and then woven material can be used to make an axe can be used to make whatever so you can go into your inventory and build like the woven material from there or you can go into your recipes and so the axe recipe called for like a pebble and then two things of woven fabric and in order to make one piece of woven just like fabric, advanced animal crossing exactly but i could i could uh, no but it is uh, but the but you can i could create i could make the woven fabric in the recipe menu for the axe i didn't have to go into my inventory say i want to take these three things and make them into this woven material i could just do it in the recipe so it's very quick to put things together and to uh maneuver through the world I, I, I was actually quite blown away by this 30-minute demo. It's on Xbox Game Pass right now. It's also part of the Steam Summer Festival. So if you do want to go check it out, I think for the next, like, two weeks, this demo is available. Um, and I very much recommend looking at it. Um, the other game I played was a game called Outward. So this is an RPG that is getting a demo. And I, I really struggled to to pronounce this. Um, they had sent me uh, a code for the DLC, and I hadn't heard of this game before. Uh, so the DLC is called Soroboreans. Soroboreans. Um, Outward is an RPG, but it's kind of like um, 
uh, it's kind of like Daisy or something, where you start with nothing and you have to slowly accrue different items. Yes, it's very popular. Daisy, is it? Yeah, huh. very popular. I feel like that was one of the first games I ever heard of that was like big. That was a, a big. Yeah, that was like a. Big, <laughs> it was like, the like precursor a, to PUBG. It was a pre. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yes, I it was. Yes, in a in yeah. a sense. Yeah. It was I mean, the cat's meow. Was it? <laughs> so outward outward starts you off on this island and then it requires you to just explore so there is a story to to be told but it's it happens very naturally you have to eat to uh and, and this is something that happened in the oh, ground game you have to eat and drink and all this stuff do you remember that game we played yeah do you remember that game we played i think it was pax east like two three years ago now that he like the developer was talking to us about it was like a first person shooter but you also had to like eat as well it was um it was that jail everyone's like a prisoner or something something like that because it's a battle royale game but also a survival game yeah also a survival game fuck yeah i don't know i I think once you once you complicate it too much i'm i'm out i meant i meant to say tom this Mm -hmm. uh grounded game because it has sort of the campaign elements of people forget fortnite the actual game of Fortnite is not a battle royale. Like it became Fortnite battle royale, but the actual game of Fortnite was a game you bought, and it was like a zombie survival Save game. Save the world, That's, yes. Yeah, and it was building I, and yeah. Tower what if in a year from now the game's out and then they launch grounded battle royale? So you, everyone's <laughs> dropping in onto the backyard, and there's like ants and grass and all that. I want to play as Honey, I Struck the Kids Battle Royale. Dude, I'll, that, I'll play that for three weeks and then never touch it like every other Battle Royale. It really surprised me with Grounded how I was like, I can't believe, I'm sure that there have been games that have been this where you're shrunk and you're in a backyard or something. Armies, Men, Sarge's Heroes, man. Those games are so good. I miss them. The, I feel the, like there definitely had to have been a Honey, I Shrunk the Kids SNES game. Yeah, but it's yeah, not but I mean, this, though. <laughs> <laughs> it may as well just be yeah. any game at that point. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so to add with Outward, on this. I didn't I didn't have any time to jump into the DLC, um, so I, I hopefully we'll get into that. But I think that uh, it's a, a really interesting RPG, and I was kind of engrossed in the story because of the survival elements of. Uh, but it wasn't too complicated, Tuna. Like you were like you were discussing with things like Daisy, that it's pretty pretty simple and pretty straightforward. Um, and then I want to fu- let you know I've been googling. And I cannot find how you pronounce Soroborians. Oh, I thought you were going to say that you were Googling Honey, I Shrunk the Kids video game. No, no, no. no. I knew that's what you were doing. Well, that is what I'm doing. And all I'm finding is grounded references. (laughs) You need to do the the thing so that it doesn't give you results from the last year since it's been announced. Oh, I was going to say not grounded. So so, Soroborians. Boreans is because it looks like almost like Bore like like I would think like Aurora like yeah like a Borean that, and that's but... why I have str- that's why I have a tough time saying it. <laughs> Soro Boreans. Is... Soro Boroeans is how it's spelt, I guess, and I maybe it's pronounced that way too. Um, but the last big game that I played, I played the Isle of Armor DLC for Pokemon Sword and Shield, and I gotta say, oh. Yeah. The future of Pokemon is looking good, fellas. Um, you're basically dropped into an uh, an island. It's another wild area. Uh, you get a lot of, uh, I don't want to say new Pokemon, but old new Pokemon. So they've added a lot of old Pokemon that were not in the main game. And it's all about training at this dojo. You acquire Cub Fu, who is this legendary Pokemon. You train with him. You go to one of these two towers to defeat 
uh, trainers within them. Um, and this is exactly what I think is a great bridge between Sword and Shield and the next generation. Having this, the wild area in the Isle of Armor is way better than either of the wild areas that we experience in the main game. Simply because of the diversification, um, there's a forest, there are tunnels and caves, there is a beach area, um, a mountainous area as well. Um, I will say, I haven't played it yet. I'm excited to play it. I'm going to play it this weekend. But first, I had this, the only time I really played anything was we're doing a uh, side quest for Patreon, and I was getting my house set up, so it's going to be in Animal Crossing. Um, mm-hmm. So I haven't had a chance to actually play Pokemon. But I saw some things about it that I'm like, they're almost there. Mm-hmm. It's like the Pokemon <laughs> follow you in the wild area now. But also, like, I watched this video, and it's like, the Pokemon don't actually match your speed, so you could just run ahead of your Pokemon, and they're just, like, slowly trailing behind you from far away. If you get too far, then it just warps up to you, and it's just like, they need to... And my hope is, if you look at Pokemon X and Y, and then Pokemon Sun and Moon, and the advancements they made from the beginning of the gen to the end of the gen, like, on the 3DS, I'm hoping the next gen in 2022 will be a big technical upgrade because yeah. it's got it's got a ways to go but it does look better than the first wild area as you're describing it. Oh yeah, the the and and that's something that I think the, the the that is kind of a problem with the DLC is because I think of the way that they have diversified this wild area and made it a little bit more like of a step towards what we're looking for. Some of the issues with the wild area become more apparent that kind of like warping thing pop in and stuff like that is way more noticeable with this than the mm. than the wild area in sun and moon oh sorry sword and shield um one of the things i like you bring up um animal crossing they kind of animal crossing eyes the game a little bit so one of the main uh, one of the main buildings in the game in the expansion is the dojo and in the dojo uh, remember Watts in Sword and Shield? You could find Watts by going to the dens. What? You could find Five minutes Watts. Five minutes to get rid of it. You know what's really funny, Chris? I have been, I have been trying oh, I for the past two episodes. I have noticed, by the to way. To try to get you to say what, uh-huh. which is insane I, to me. That, and I caught that you it. still remember. Obviously, you still remember. But that your brain is like, uh, duh. <laughs> Like I, I realize now what he's trying to do. The only reason I caught it is because you do you did this like half smirk and you're very yeah. quiet. Like you didn't say anything else because you're like, well, if I say yeah. anything, he might not Tom, respond with that word. Tom. So I, I don't know if you know. I don't know if you ever played this dumbass game, but um, <laughs> when we were like in third grade, I think uh-huh. Chris's brother told us about it or something. And it yeah. was uh, if you get someone to say what, yeah, you say to them it. five minutes get rid of it, which means they have five minutes. To get someone else to say what, and then they say to them, five minutes, get rid of it. And so it's like we did it a lot. Tag. Yeah, verbal tag, basically. And we did it a lot, I would say, yeah. in like third, fourth, fifth grade. And then, you know, but then every couple of years, someone just goes, <laughs> like, hey, Chris. And like immediately, you know, you're like, I know what you're trying to do. <laughs> uh, yeah. Right? I'm 32. You, I'm about- you would never do this. You never go, Hey, Chris. And hey, then Chris. just silence. Just <laughs> randomly go. You would never say that. So, like, I'm 33 years old. I'm almost 33. And for me to be, like, the last last week or two, I was like, hey, Chris. And he knew. And I could tell he knew because he was like, uh-huh. Yeah. And I'm like, Chris, though. Right? Uh-huh. Come on. 
Come on. You know yeah, yeah, I anyway. definitely played and I'm, I'm aware of versions of that game, not spe- that specific one, but that's, right. that's, that's fucking funny. Um, anyway, so sorry. what? <laughs> yeah, sorry. No, no, it's all good. So what's in Pokemon Sword and Shield? You could use them. You could talk to those digger guys and they would give you uh, wishing stars or certain items. Here you can use them to upgrade the dojo, kind of like how you would use um, bells to buy a new extension to your house in Animal Crossing. So you can have a salon added to the dojo to change hairstyles. You can have a vending machine added. Um, So there's there's that element to it. And so Watts become way more useful. And there's a lot of dens on the island, so you're racking them up pretty quickly. So building out this dojo is this other element to the game that I really hope, you know, we get like that form in, in the next game. Maybe you have your home base like you did in i think ruby and sapphire you could go into a tree or whatever and maybe you could do it that way what's um, the what's the deal with airplane peanuts uh, yeah <laughs> um <laughs> there's like a start there's like the starter gift you're i think to get the um the dynamax version of your starters right you have to like send it to the bank and then back or something um, Look, I I don't know I don't know who needs to, I don't know if we ever talked about this before, but I feel like um, we might never have said this, but I feel like Pokemon needs a total revamp. Go on, in the sense of <laughs> I just think we need. A, I I mean, like every single town, like it's the same thing. Pokemon Center, the clothing store, the bullshit. Like, come on, can we flesh this shit well, out a little bit? Well, that but that's not what that that's the cool thing about this DLC is that there is no Pokemon Center and or Pokemon. I know, but like, you have don't to give me the, the DLC. Dojo. I'm talking next Pokemon game, okay? Yeah. Just do something totally different. Chris brought this up before. Make it so that, like, my Pokemon are being used for something other than battle. I mean, you could yeah. do something else. You could do quests. Yeah. And not well, that's what quests. Pokejobs is in Sword and Shield. You can use your Pokemon. The Pokemon that... Eh. Uh, I actually had a lot of fun. Well, not fun. And maybe that defeats the purpose. Then me bring this up. But... I, I thought that it was cool to have poker jobs because it required you, okay, you need five grass type Pokemon to do this thing effectively and to get the most experience. And Fine. so it was like, okay, all these fucking Pokemon I don't give a shit about, just fucking do this shit while I'm fucking doing I know, my shit. But I, I just feel like the scale, I feel like we could expand the scale of the game. Yeah. Like make it into something bigger. Like just make yeah. it into this. I just want a different goal. I want a different goal. Yeah, give me a different goal. Give me a different the best. Just right. Yeah. Um, other thing, like have other things go on. Like in Pokemon, I really feel. I mean, you know, to Zelda, the same extent, but yeah, in Pokemon, it feels like the whole world is revolving around you, and there's nothing else going on, and nothing else matters, and it's like kind of like, eh, don't worry about that. But I, I wish there were other things going on, other events. Like, oh, let me go join this event, or let me go join that event, or let me go help out this guy, let me go, go over here. <sighs> Just saying. I want the quest to be more like I'm playing, like, a, you know, an anime. Like, like when I get yeah. to a town, there should be, like, a real yeah. problem I have to resolve. Yes, you know? that's a great idea. Real problems. Real problems, yeah. real people. And I, and I, and I think, real going world. back to Pokemon Journeys, like, I feel like that's such a... The, the way that that show so far that I've seen that progresses is a great formula for a, a future Pokemon game that does exactly that. You're not trying to become the champion. Like, Ash and Go are not trying to become the champions. They're just research assistants for this professor, and they're yeah. going off on adventures. Well, and, Ash like, is still doing that, but he is now also just being a research assistant. 
Okay. Because he goal. says in the first episode, like, they were like, and what do you want to do, Ash? He's like, I want to be the greatest Pokemon master. And they were just like, what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> right. But but that as the episode, I mean, I don't know after like the, the halfway point if that changes. But as so far for me, that has not been the main drive of every episode is not have no, actually it's collect not. a gym it's badge not. and stuff no. like that. Because he's collected all the gym badges. Like, now that we're in Galar, right. maybe he'll be collecting them as it goes on, but it's not the thrust of the show now. It can be mm-hmm. a secondary thing, which is what it should be. It should mm-hmm. be... A se- like, like I think it would be weird if they do away with the Pokemon Centers and the Marts and things like that, because that's just, like, kind of resetting the world in a strange way for no reason. Like, those things should exist, but it shouldn't yeah. just be, get to the next one, get to the next one, get to the... Right, there should be should so much be more around it. So much. You should have so much more to do so many yeah. more events happening so many more like make it make it alive i guess instead yeah. of me just running around and running into people who want to battle they me. should make they should make a past pokemon game that's in a different region it's like a what a one that takes place in the past like let's say 150 oh, years ago right so in okay. the pokemon lore it's before the advent of pokeball so they would like like capture mm. or like befriend the Pokemon so they can join your team, mm. but then you're not like catching them in Pokeballs. So then maybe you're limited with how many Pokemon you have. So they could also then make it more region locked. So it's like there's only new Pokemon, there's only a hundred of them, but then they could make all those Pokemon do way more things. Because if you have a smaller amount of Pokemon, you don't have to animate eight hundred Pokemon. You don't and have then to... they could do more shit. And then spoiler alert: Rogue won that shit and ex- and extinct all of them. Because they don't exist right. 150 years from now. Right. And that's the end of the game. And the end of the game right. is you're all fucking dead. That right. is deep. That is a game. <laughs> that is deep. That's deep. Game freak, hire this man for your <laughs> fucking game. Um, but I but I I mean I agree, I agree with a lot of what you guys are saying, and I think that what is displayed in this DLC is an interesting blueprint to kind of move towards something like that. Um between Sword and Shield, which played it very, very safe. Yeah. Um, and something that is more unique to something as powerful and as capable as the Nintendo Switch. And hopefully by the time that Gen 9? Nine? Nine, Gen 9. Gen yeah, 9. It should be 2022 but, if it follows the same pattern crazy. as the last like eight games. By crazy. the time Gen 9 is announced, by the time they, they, they release those games, they are making those for a Switch 2 something or a Pro. It should probably they... still be on the Switch. It'll be on the Switch, but it will be like, hey, we made this with the intention of Nintendo the don't do that. Of the console. So they don't so, do that. Well, they made they made do they launched when they made the new Nintendo DS. Mm-hmm. There were games that only worked what on were there. Ooh. Xenoblade. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. Xenoblade. Um, Majora's Mask. A remake. Had... <laughs> not not their biggest seller on the handheld, sure, which is Pokemon. Sure. You make Look, you make Pokemon for for everyone. Like I'll be honest, that's why it has we, so many problems. Is because they have to dumb it down so that everyone can play the game. We we've seen Nintendo change up the console pretty much every time, right? Yeah, I will be very. Uh, uh, this is great. Oh. Like if this goes away for something else, there will be what? There will be riots in the street if they like, this change is, away this from is the perfect. Switch form factor. Yeah, this is perfect. This is what like, I want. Forever. I don't think I have ever. I don't think I've even played. Not to. I don't really. Who cares? But I don't think I've even played Animal Crossing on my TV. I think I've only played it handheld. Oh, see, interesting. I think I've played it handheld like maybe like four times. Well, I have a little. But bit I, yeah, I, yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, anyway, 
But that, if th- if they change this and they turn it into something else, right? I'll I'll be like, what the fuck? Like that was working great. Yeah, it would be the biggest mistake they could ever make. Huge to get rid of the switch form factor. Yeah, it's a great. It's a great. What did you just call it? Form factor. A great form factor. Yeah, it's too good. And that's yeah. uh, that. That's pretty much what I've been spending my time with. But we're about to enter Last of Us Two territory, so that's going to be. Sure, right. I have a lot to say about that next. I'm week. getting it, yeah. but I'm not going to get midnight. You should. Uh, I think next week for the post show, you could do a little spoiler cast. Sure. Oh no! If Alex is going to play it, then we should wait. Yeah, we should well, wait well I'll just, I'll just. Yeah. Take well, the definitely not this out. week because he's going to be playing it tonight. But we'll, are we'll you going to you're going to play it and beat it in the next like what five days? <laughs> I'm playing it. <laughs> I'm playing it at midnight for like maybe two hours, and then I'm playing it all day tomorrow. Saturday, I have to stream, and then we're doing extraneous Patreon stuff. So I probably won't get to it on Saturday, but we'll be pl- I'll be playing some on Sunday. All right, I, I mean, I, it depends. Tom, Tom, Tom I, I don't need your whole schedule. We're, we're good. All right, so Monday, I'm... Yeah, <laughs> no. um, in the next five days, so between now and next Wednesday, mm-hmm. I would say there's a good chance that I've beaten the game. There's a good chance I would not have played even an hour of it. So if you're going to spoil it, I'll get off the episode i'm not i won't spoil it for anyone maybe i'll post like a spoiler thing on our youtube but yeah we'll okay we'll get into next, it week, next week by the way first of all this week spoiler alert this week new game today which dan's not here so yeah i mean it'll be it'll still be good but it was built in mind for three people uh but it'll be fine i'm kind of actually excited because now it'll be slightly more fun for me i think as well but um next week i have a second new game I think both of oh, these. Excellent. I think I think both of these are going to be big winners. I think both of these are going to be winners. like that, those, oh, are, those, yeah. are, those are bold words. I think, I think today's game and next week's game are going to be up there, like in the rotation with Gamer No Game, uh, Game Busters, like with the with the big classics of the. These are podcast. strong words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are I'm, strong I'm serious. Words. I'm serious. Well, I think this oh, one especially God. today. So, um, we should move to news. Speaking of which, because we've got quite a bit of news and then we have some questions and then let's play the game you guys uh let's do it. Let's do it. all right so let's let's just get through tom what are the things we need to say versus like the <laughs> few things we want to talk about sure, like, sure. So like what things... needs to be said so what needs to be said is that cyberpunk well hold on what needs to be said is you, you're really starting to get that keanu reeves john wick hair yeah there's a big time keanu. it's really i mean you you're know, really getting there good. Really, we've, we've all got great Crazy. hair. We've I'm gonna get my hair cut hair. this. Therese, I'm gonna make Teresa cut my hair this week. You're gonna make her cut um, your hair. Yeah, I'm just gonna you keep complaining ask. about my hair leg. Well, I do. You don't ask. ask. You just I make do her ask. do it. You don't. You don't, you don't ask. <laughs> no, I do <laughs> don't ask. Say, oh, okay, okay. But so what needs to be said? There's a bunch of new EA games on Steam, including Titanfall 2. Right. So if you want to go check that out, go check that out. And pretty much what? Why wasn't that done already? The game's been out for like. Because they years. lose, because they lose money selling it on another store. They lose thirty percent or whatever to Steam, so they sell it on their own store for a long time, and then eventually they put it on Steam. Yeah. Because why would you but pay someone a... else when you could sell it yourself? Right. Why would you buy whatever? Yeah, it's a, it's a thing. Titanfall two, it's on Steam. Go check it out. Uh, uh what else needs to be said? Cyberpunk twenty seven has been delayed from September seventeenth. Big surprise. To November. November 19th, so they're going to take an extra two months to 
finish up the game. They did say in the uh, statement that the game is complete. They they finished the story. They finished all of the content. They just need to uh, polish up some things. I need to say something. This fucking game was the mm-hmm. first trailer they had for next generation. This was out before next-gen consoles, the Xbox One, and the PlayStation 4, and will now be launching with the Xbox Series X and PS5. They missed the entire generation with a game (laughs) they teased and showed off seven years ago. Don't show games if it's not coming out within a year or two. I don't want to know. Wow. Hot take. Hot tamales. and and it's that thing of it's that old chestnut. Obviously, take as much time as you as you need. If you need to keep delaying it, fine, whatever. But at the same time, yeah, it this game should not have been announced when it when it was with the cinematic trailer that they put out. But I mean that this just means that it's going to be closer to next gen launch. So I I think that I think that it makes sense for them not just to polish things up, but I think that. November is a better window for them. Um, it kind I'll of get it clears... for your birthday, Chris. There you go. <laughs> there it is. Uh, another thing we need to briefly uh, say, uh, <laughs> Warner Brothers Interactive is being sold. Phil Spencer uh, Warner Brothers... is banging down their door with a Dude, briefcase he, of cash Dude, he's got right a now. fat stack, and he's going up to Mr. Warner Brothers and is like, I want to buy a fucking studio. If micro... It would be, honestly, like... There's there's been things about Microsoft buying this company or that company and they're ridiculous. But with Sony having the access to Spider-Man exclusively, there is good reason for Microsoft to try to get a hold of Warner Brothers so they could get Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, DC. Like that would put Microsoft in a ridiculous position. Now, I do want to just clarify that the purchase doesn't seem to include rights for the IP. So those studios like Ro- that those studios like Rocksteady and uh, uh, whoever's working on the Harry Potter game, if they wanted to get a Nether Realm as a part of this sale, uh, it's apparently valued at four billion dollars. Which, fun fact, is the same valuation that Star Wars had for Disney. Same valuation, um, or oh, actually, wait, no. How much was Minecraft bought for? Wasn't that like two? Okay, two billion. Well, that was one two game. Billion. <laughs> that was right, but it's Minecraft. Yeah, that's true. Um, so it doesn't include, more likely than not, whoever ends up buying those studios would need to buy licenses to make more Harry Potter games, make more Batman games. But you would get whatever they're working on right, right. now. So say Rocksteady is working on a Justice League game, you you would get the rights for that. So if if they did get, if if Microsoft did buy them, I I would and. and there'd be something in the deal where they are working out negotiations yeah. like well, those, a discount those... or whatever you mean. Like, Also, we yeah. don't know if those companies have currently the rights to publish those games. So they may have the IP rights for a limited time for more than just a single game. You know, the way mm-hmm. Star Wars is right now exclusive with EA. So it's, I would be surprised. Oh, uh, like, TT Games as yeah. well. All of the Lego games. Is Why would you be buying this? those companies if you can't at least in some way guarantee a period of exclusivity yeah and that's there's gonna be the the, the nitty-gritty of the ip is so wishy-washy but i assume <laughs> I that it the, the nitty-gritty of the wishy-washy Go ahead, sorry. <laughs> but 
there i think that there is an i think there would be an understanding of okay if you're buying rocksteady and you're gonna have wb montreal and you're gonna have both of these studios you're probably gonna be the only batman guys in town for a while i think and rumor I was they're doing Chris, suicide squad yeah the, the rumor is the they were making thing, superman yeah. the rumor yeah, yeah, is they're yeah, making yeah. suicide squad they were making a ninja turtles game they were making who knows what the fuck those guys are up to um but it's a anyway. porn game uh, coffee Hello. what was it the gta coffee game yeah whatever it is hot coffee um yeah so at&t which purchased warner media in 2018 is looking to divest some assets to help pay off 200 billion dollars in debt uh this includes warner brothers interactive um so th- there's a lot of stuff on here and we could be seeing the next batman game being if if microsoft gets it exclusive but EA is apparently in talks to purchase them. Take Two, who uh, is the parent company for like Rockstar, is also in talks. Activision Blizzard, basically anyone could fucking grab these guys if they got the fucking cash for it. Um, uh, and then the other thing, the last thing to mention, uh, PAX East, uh, sorry, PAX West and PAX Australia officially cancelled. They will become a part of PAX Online which is going to be a 10-day online festival extravaganza this fall. So uh, look look out for that if you were excited to check out PAX. Um, yeah. But the thing worth also, talking about, Chris... Oh. To mention, it's mm-hmm. not video game news, but the U.S. Open tennis uh, yeah. is going to be played without fans. Very excited. Anyway, continue on with the, the news that really matters. There you go. I think that the news worth talking about this week is uh, EA Play. Yeah, which Life. you just said it was. Look, it, it okay. wasn't bad. I think the problem is, is there a, a lot of just negativity around EA? I, I think it's that, but I think it's just a lot of negativity around all of this. It's like I think just a lot of people are unhappy, just in general. Okay, just things are stressful. For Why? Right now. <laughs> oh, you mean just their lives? Just yeah, in general. Uh, but okay. also, people are never like expectations are always blown out of the water versus reality expectations versus reality for all of these things are always too high. In fact, we're starting to see a very, a blowback from the PS five thing because a lot of the things they showed off are, it turns out are much more time exclusive or not exactly what they said it was or not actually coming at launch. So it's like the beginning of the generation is always limited. That's always the case. And the goal is you want like a couple, if, if there's three big games, that are coming out when the console launches, that is, generally speaking, a good console launch. Right, yeah. So it's like, EA, what do they do? They make sports games, they make Star Wars, and they make Apex Legends, right? Like, that's their thing. So it's like, if you showed up today hoping for a bunch of shit you'd never seen before, I don't know what the hell you were thinking. That being said, though, I I think that the, the conference started out really strong, but we know they are absolutely working on a master ma- sorry mass effect remastered that is happening there is too much circumstantial evidence to say otherwise and there was no mention of it dragon age 4 was teased in a this is what work on next gen and concept art was shown and they talk and it's the cyberpunk thing they talked about fucking dragon age yeah. 2 years ago but i wouldn't be so surprised do- if bioware right now has their hands tied like that company has done very poorly with Anthem, Anthem right. and then during yep. coronavirus, who knows what their headcount is like. If they're also working sure. on a new game, who knows what the hell's happening with a Mass Effect game right now? They might be like, "Well, who gives a shit about that till it's done?" But I think that I think that uh, sure expectations were too high, 
But even with lowered expectations, I think if you all you expected was to get a dope Star Wars looking game and that's it, good, great, awesome. But there was n- this conference didn't need to happen. You mentioned about, oh, maybe they'll show the gameplay for this yeah. and that. Maybe Mass Effect Remastered is going to be an Xbox thing. All of this shit could have just been a part of someone I think else's presentation. If Sony <laughs> didn't have their conference this month. And Microsoft didn't have theirs next. Like those are the Sony and Microsoft this month and next month. The only two things that matter. The problem is they're going to suck all of the air out of all other conversation unless these companies also show up like it's E3. And I don't think they're ready for it. And generally speaking, the beginning of the generation is like they're still showing off big games for the current consoles because because if you're making these really expensive games, why are you going to be like ah, we're making this super expensive game that we've been working on for years? So that 2 million people can buy it. Forget the 150 million people that have the current consoles. We're aiming for the 2 million people that are going to buy the new ones. Like, that's, it's just never going to be as good in year one. It's like next year is always the big year. And I think everything that we've seen about what is going to launch with these consoles is fucking impressive. Oh, yeah. The fact that Xbox is going to launch with Halo and uh, PS5 is going to launch with Spider Man Miles Morales. Like boom! Very like, excited. This is one of the best console launches ever. You know, it was. It's the same play as Nintendo launching with Breath of the Wild. They didn't need to fucking have anything else. It didn't no, matter. they didn't. Breath and of so, the fucking wild, baby. And so you know, it's for me. It's not necessarily about the launches. Cause I think the launches are going to be great, uh, as long as they can fulfill units and fulfill shipments for those. It was just more about. Um, I think expectations were so low for EA. And they just, mm. it was just even lower than that. Um, uh, so, are you are you guys going to get both PlayStation and Xbox on launch? Yeah, I am. Yeah. Because uh, I skipped the PS4, yeah. so now I'm going to be able to play all the PS4 yeah. games, and I'm not going to have the loading times, and they're going to look better and right. play better. So I'm very right. excited to do that with PS5. And I'm not yeah, playing I'm Halo Infinite get... on the One X. I'm playing it on the new one. Oh, no, no. De- I'm definitely getting the Xbox because of Infinite. Um I don't know about PlayStation. You should yet, just though. get. You should just sell your pro and get the new system. Okay, Chris. Thanks. You, Sorry. You, sell your pro. I, I ask think... your mom to get you the new system. <laughs> that, right. There, there you go. That's how it works. I, I think. I think. It. I think. Uh, Tuna, you should figure out a way to get them both at launch. I think they're going to both be very worthwhile to own immediately, and I think they're going to be very tough to get in the months following launch if you don't get them right away. If you don't get that pre-order in I think that's true. I think that's very true. I think of, the shortages are going to be Yeah, I think there's going to be tough. I think it's going to right. be tough to buy either of these. You know what I'm really You know what I speaking of that, I was thinking to myself like when George R. R. Martin finally does release The Winds of Winter, <laughs> uh uh-huh. like you you better get to a computer or phone or whatever as quick as possible to get that fucking book because you're, you're not gonna getting have a digital. It. You're gonna have a digital. Oh, I know. I fucking hate digital. I got all the physical right, copy. I'm gonna have that audio book. That is, yeah. All right, he's got to have his audio book, so he's got to wait a little bit. But there's no, there's no equivalent of that for video games. There's no digital version of a PS5. He's not that saying that. He's just saying he's just talking about day one. Right. I'm, if you want I'm not a talking about video, copy, I'm, I'm sure, just, I'm sure, just, sure. I'm making a, I'm he's making, making a, a, I'm making a leap. Yeah, he's making a leap. I'm making a leap. He's like, he's like, he's like Ratchet. He's just hopping. God damn universes i'm just making rift, leaps rifts. yeah he's rifting fuck geez. he's uh he's drifting and rifting you know um it's unbelievable the the new console alex what you do is this is what you do right you want to save <laughs> oh yeah look, you want to save yeah. some scratch right this is what you do 
Yeah. You have. I don't want to save from scratch. scratch. Save some scratch. I just want to save. I, I, I just feel like if I get the PlayStation and I don't play anything on it, I'm going to feel like it was a waste. Oh, we're going to play. Oh, immediately. Oh, we're going to play. Immediately. Uh, All right. You have, you have your mom buy you the Xbox, and you sell the go. PlayStation and buy the the new one. So now you're just yeah. buying a reduced, because you're getting the money back from the current PlayStation Pro. Right. And right. putting that towards the PS5, you're buying a reduced price mm -hmm. console, and your mom's buying you the full right. price console. Right, 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 right. That's how you do it. And then in night, this is definitely coming out before Christmas because yes. that's basically the only time yeah. I'm okay. Yeah, it's coming out November. I mean, it's possible. It's oh, October, right, of course. You're but... a fucking, you're a fucking birthday. Yeah, my birthday October. loves video games. Uh, by the way, wait a second. Wait, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Xbox is coming out in November with Infinite, or Infinite's coming out a little bit later than that. They are launching. They're launching Xbox, Xbox Series X. Yeah. Oh, then I can't wait till Christmas. I gotta get a day off. What the fuck. Yeah, that's true. Uh, man, I can't believe you're rocking that original generation Xbox. That thing is so fucking slow. Um, <laughs> oh my god! I, I mean, like getting je unbelievable. I know. Listen, I do what I can. I do what I, I can here. Can. Listen, listen, listen. Do what I can. Wild rumor what? that I want to report on. These wild rumors are my favorite okay. thing. I love the time where we don't know stuff yet because I, of course, this stuff's never gonna happen. But if it does happen, just like the fun of the discussion is yeah. is I love What's the wild the rumor? rumors. Wild rumor being reported is it? that Microsoft is going to have a mic drop moment in July with the Xbox Series X, and it's going to be priced at $400, and the Lockhart is going to be priced at almost half the price, at probably $249. <gasps> I mean, that would be difference? a hell of a thing. What's the difference? What's the Lockhart The Lockhart's a smaller so, version? So it's going to be discless, but it's going to be much less powerful, yeah. but it'll still run all the games, except it doesn't run them in 4K. So it does it at 1080. Oh, fuck that. So, so I'll be doing the other But, it, but doing imagine the, being the able premium. to play the new next-gen games for 249 if you're someone that is budget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Wait, so the, the, the big boy's going to have a disc? I mean, not like Yeah, a, yeah big boy's got the drive. Series X got that drive. And how big is the hard um, drive? A terabyte. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they confirmed yeah. that it's a terabyte. That being said, Tuna... Um, both but Sony games and are bigger, probably. No, no, no. So both Sony and so both Sony and Xbox are working on backend things to make it so that things like dupe. One of the biggest reasons games are so big is because they have to duplicate assets to make these like big open world games. Mm -hmm. Um, and they have done things on the backend so that like you're not gonna see games like you're not gonna see Call of Duty that's 200 gigs. Games actually oh. might be smaller in oh. these next generations. Yeah, there was. Right. There was a, I was reading a thread on um, Resetter about this today, and it was a GDC conference, and they showed their file size, and they were like, "This is how big our game is. This is how many files are duplicated, and this is how big the final game is." And the game was just under twelve gigabytes, but the amount of items duplicated was over ten. So, like, the game could have been like around a gig mm. or more in size. But it was almost twelve mm -hmm. because of duplication. Because since it runs on a hard drive, they have to have the assets everywhere so that it can access them, like without having to reload stuff. But now stuff loads fast enough. That's not yeah. a problem, exactly. I, like, yeah. like some games could shrink into it, like by an order of magnitude. Forget like half the size. Oh, okay. That's crazy. Oh, yeah, uh, nice. four hundred bucks for the Series X. If that's the case, I the three sixty sold at a hundred and twenty dollar price loss. They lost $120 on the Xbox 360. If they sell it without, like, a camera and with just, like, a basic controller, it's possible that they could do it for maybe, like, a $150 price lot. Like, Microsoft has uh, the money question. to show up like that. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. My pro okay. controller that I will work. have. All right. Good. Oh yeah. Every every Xbox One accessory will work on the Series X. Oh, all right. Pretty fantastic. nice. That's all I need. Yeah, to know. they are trying to commit, and like Chris said. They could sell it at such a huge loss that they have said they do not want to be out. They want to be the cheapest console. They do not. Right. And the most powerful. Cheapest may not be the word. <laughs> right. They 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 want to have the most powerful console, but they do not want to be caught with their pants down like they yeah. were with the launch of PS4. And, and Xbox honestly, One. if this thing's even uh, 449, I'll be surprised if if I expect if it to be the console is under 500 bucks. Yeah. Great. Because I'm, let's, I'm let's lock them in for the worst. Let's lock them in. So okay. there's the PlayStation Five and the discless, yep. and there's the Series yep. X and the which they've never even officially announced, really. But the rumored Lockheart, Lockheart right. edition, which is the cheaper Xbox. So I'm gonna make my predictions now. Uh, I'm gonna say four ninety nine for the PlayStation Five, four forty nine for the PS Five without a disc. I'm gonna say the Series mm-hmm. X at four forty nine. And I'm gonna say the Lockhart at two forty nine, no two ninety nine, two ninety nine for the Lockhart. Same price as a Switch, same price as a Switch. Okay, that's my guess. A Switch is three hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. And you still can't buy them. Still flying off the shelves, baby. <laughs> huh. Damn. Tuna, you got prices? You got ideas? No, nah, I'll. I mean, look, Halo's Halo. Okay, <laughs> so. That's not what we're gonna... asking. If you're gonna buy them, we're just curious. No, but, but here's but here's but here's my point. Fine, five hundred yeah. bucks. But my point is this: <laughs> for me, for me, uh, right? For me, priceless. Okay. Yeah, I mean, Halo is something that I want to play more than anything. So, if I mean, they you will be was, able to play it on your one. If they if they said it was a thousand dollars, I'd probably fucking get yeah. it. This is that's how that's, fucking this is why they I fucked am. up with the the new the first Xbox. The other big thing they fucked up was not having a new Halo with launch because you didn't get a new yeah. Xbox until I Halo came out. Or actually, no, yeah, I didn't get it. It was when Halo Destiny came, came out. out. But it, you still waited. You basically waited. It? Yeah, it was the next year when Destiny rolled out. But you waited basically a I year. Did, right, you're right. I did. To but get you're it. correct, though. I did not get an Xbox right away. And if they had launched a Halo game with it. that Xbox, I would have gotten yeah. the Xbox. Because you were like, I'm not 100%. paying $500 or something I can't play Halo on. I remember you saying that. I, right. I was like, why, yeah. I was like, why the fuck am I doing this? We're playing Halo Reach or whatever the hell we were yeah. playing. Fine. Uh, I'm going to guess. If we're going to make guesses, I think Series X is going to be 500 I think they're going to put it at the same price as the One X launch. I think Lockhart's going to be 350 unless it is a streaming-only xCloud device, which we don't know. I don't think it will be, but if it is, then that's a whole different kettle of fish. But I think if it is just a cheaper Series X that's discless mm-hmm. and is lower-powered, I think we're looking at 350 and I think the PS5 and the digital edition, which has no power discrepancy, it's the same console, just no disk drive. I think I think that might also be 500 and then 450. Yeah, that's what I'm saying with that. It's I, I think I think that at the end of the day, both consoles might be the same price. I can see them being higher. I almost expect them to be higher. And I agree with Tuna. I play video games all the time. And... These consoles last you seven years. So if they are a grand, and I'm not expecting them to be, I think that would be a mistake. But the value proposition for me is I, I buy a new phone every year or every other year at over a $1,000. And I use 
my game consoles as much almost as I use the sure. phone. And the fact that they're going to... I have last... more fun on the game consoles than I do on my phone. And if you did it at, <laughs> let's say, four, like 450 right, for seven years, that's... When you really think yeah. about it, how long it lasts you... Yeah. It's really not bad. Which, let's not forget, and I Microsoft has, and for has now for a while, had, since the Series X, a program, a, like, credit-like program where you can get an Xbox True. with, like, a game, like a gold account, and you pay a monthly fee for it instead. Yeah, yeah but, th- but then also, also now you've got Game Pass, which also adds to the value of that. I know, that, like, you have to pay for Game Pass, but still, even if you paid for Game Pass, like, that's still... The returns you're getting. Oh my god! And the amount of time Game you spend. The value you're not going to need to buy. You we, none of us are going to need to spend additional money to get infinite. Right. We just like, have that's it. That's amazing. No, I know, but I, even yeah. if I did, even if I did, yeah. the amount of time, the amount of hours that I spend playing infinite. When I when you really think about it, like the amount of if you really broke it down to how many hours you played and what you paid per hour to play it, if you did the value of the Xbox plus the value of the game. It would be pennies. It would be like, well, I mean, mm-hmm. for me, it yeah. would just be like, this is totally. And this is why the game industry is so big, because the value proposition is higher than it is for movies, because a lot of people are like, well, I'm going to spend like 20 bucks just for the ticket for two hours of my life. And then another like 15 mm-hmm. if I want snacks. And it's like I can get oh. a game that's free sometimes and spend right. a thousand hours in it. Well, not to, to make like a, a similar analogy what's what's interesting is that because of this covid thing movies are coming out on demand and you pay you pay extra and you get to watch it now um so brit and i rented the king of staten island for 48 hours and it was 20 bucks and when i told my friends about it they were like oh my god you spent 20 bucks on a movie to rent at home and it's like yeah if we had gone to the theater it would have been 30 bucks for the two of us and it would have been a one-time only brit watched it fucking three times or no, twice, 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 twice. Wanted to watch it three times. But still, you had it for 48 hours. You can pause it, whatever. But 20 bucks is not that bad for a movie that would have been in the theater that's out now. Um, but you don't have to wait, you know, however many months for it to come out on demand. And it's cheaper than going to the movies. So I just feel like that, you know, on the same vein, yes, the X one, the Xbox One, whatever the, what is this thing called? Series Xbox X. One X, Series, Series X, X. Whatever it is. Even if it's 500 bucks. If you play as much as even I do, which is less than the two of you probably, uh, definitely less than Tom, it's still an incredible value mm-hmm. because of how many yeah. – and especially if, if I know the listeners that listen to this fucking show, they're also people that put in a lot of hours yeah. into video games. Mm-hmm. So it's something that pays you back. It's yeah, not gamers something... are not – people that buy yeah. consoles, especially at launch at full price, are not people that are going to just – fucking pick it's not going to be like the quest right it's not gonna be like oh yeah. 10 minutes and i'm done or whatever right. it's gonna be like right. hours every day yeah. right yeah yeah um all right let's 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 talk about what was shown at ea play very quickly because there was some important stuff there um so apex legends is coming to switch and oh, it's yeah, coming to steam cool. <laughs> and and it's cross play uh in the fall so people on xbox will be able to play with uh, PC and Switch and PS4. It's, so that's great because I know that one of the hurdles I've been having is I can't play with some Discord players because they're not playing on PC. So that was shown off. Um, Sims is getting new content. That's also coming to Steam as well and is getting cross-play. 
the uh, Joseph Ferez, who said, fuck you, Oscars, at the Game Awards a few years ago, who made A Way Out and Brothers, A Tale of Two Arms, I think is what it would have been called. Um, two sons. Making another cop. Brothers, two, two arms. Sons. Yes. A tale <laughs> they of each two have sons. one arm. It's a tale uh, of two arms. Yeah. They've got one arm each, right? And together they are one. They are two arms. Um, he's making a game called It Takes Two. We saw some concept art and some of the environments for that. It's another co-op game. It requires you to play with another player. Um, looks like it might be as innovative as both A Way Out and Brothers was. Very excited about that. Then there was a game called Lost and Random from Zoink Games. Looked like uh, Coraline. This, yes, looked it looked just like Coraline. The Lo- cool. uh, Coraline looked just like that. Um, seems to be just like a third yeah. person indie adventure game. Looked cool. Um, Rocket Arena, which we all played at E3 was last fun year. as hell. Remember Tuna, the one where you have to bounce people out of the arena by firing rockets at them. Super fun. Yeah, I remember it. All right, cool. Uh, it got acquired by EA, so they're now publishing it, and the gameplay looks way more yeah, polished it looks really than good. what we even it played It looks really last good. Year. The visuals are a big upgrade. Uh, it launches on July 14th, so less than a month away that. for that. Oh, one, yeah. And it supports crossplay. So a, a big thing of EA's presentation, crossplay across all devices, and it's coming to pretty much everything. Um then they teased a bunch of next-gen games. They were like, we're making stuff for next-gen. Yay. They didn't mention anything. No mention of Dragon Age 4. No mention of Mass Effect or anything. They're just like, we are making games for PS5 and Xbox Series X. And I was sitting there like, of course you fucking are. You're Electronic Arts. You're the biggest fucking developer on the planet. Biggest publisher on the planet. Of course you're making next-gen games. <laughs> this isn't new information. They're right anyway. down the street from me. I should uh, just go knock on their door. Yeah, just take a peek. Be like, yo, what's what's up with uh, Dragon Age 4? Um, and then at the very end of the presentation, um, they said, Skate is coming back. Skate, in some form or another, we got no name. We got no gameplay or concept art. They just wheeled out two of the developers, and they said, there will be another Skate game. And that, Tuna, is how it ended. That was the end. <laughs> okay. But in the middle of that, there was Star Wars Squadron, which is why we were there, and I wanted. This is why we were watching, which is why we were there. It was why we were there. It was why we were there. Now, Chris, take take. I think you should take the lead on this. Star Wars Rogue Squadron Two is one of the it. best video games that's ever made. It was on the Nintendo GameCube when it came out. Oh the visuals were astounding, God. and it still continues to be the best Star Wars <laughs> piloting game there is. I know a lot of people tell you it's X Wing, X Wing versus Tie Fighter, or Star Wars Tie Fighter. They're all wrong. Their nostalgia is lying to them. It is Rogue Squadron Two. That game was incredible. This seems to be taking the reins. It is visually, as Alex would say, unforgettable. (laughs) It was amazing. Look, um, it it takes place post-Turn of the Jedi, so the visuals and the ships and everything are much more akin to what you would expect from, you know, original trilogy. But the art is much more the sequel trilogy, where, like, the planets and space, there's a lot more dust and color and gaseous clouds. There's, you know, all these plumes of, you know, like, gas giants and stuff like Things that you saw, in, you know, in Rise of Skywalker, like the ice planets and things like the, mm-hmm. the red hues of, like, uh, The Last Jedi. So, like, visually, it's incredible. But it's this five-on-five dogfighting game that has some really unique elements to it because it's not just you're in a ship, you're going to target, try to shoot the other ship, you have some ion cannons or you have pulse lasers 
your shield goes down. It's like you actually can like manage your engine for like whether you're going to try and like increase your speed or you need to like redeflect your shield. It's like, yeah. oh no, we've been hit a lot in the back. We're going to weaken our front so we can like make our force shield in the back stronger yeah. right now that, while they're behind us. And they're that was the thing I uh that was the thing that I was, was super cool. When they said super that, cool. I was like they do that all the time in Star Wars. They're like, let's sacrifice yeah. the guns because we need to boost the shields or let's fuck the shields. Like, we just we need, need to, to get put to warp speed. We got to get out of here. Like, <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. We got to right. put the light speed. We got to put everything into the light so speed that's drive. Fucking cool, that, man. Talking about that management, I was like, that is a, a way to make this such yeah. a unique game. So I was very and it's, happy. It's five on five. So it's like the five, like, we could get in. We could get, we get a couple of guys, you know, we got, we got our listeners. We get a little crew together, get a little unranked crew. We could go head to head with each other. There's also a player versus environment mode where we're going on a set of missions. So it's kind of like um, Halo had in Halo Reach. The one really awesome thing multiplayer they did was it was like the objective wave based stuff. Like you complete the first object objective and then like you have to like go further into the map and then defeat this thing and then get that thing. But it was in multiplayer. They're doing stuff like this where like first you have to like take down the front lines and then you're heading towards the capital ship and then you have to target things on the. Mm -hmm. They're doing like these like mini almost campaign like missions, but for multiplayer, it's really fucking cool Cool. looking. And the the maneuverability of the ships as well looked awesome. There was a shot where there was like a Tie Fighter or there was some ship. And it was coming around the nose of one of the big capital ships. But when it turned, it like it it was almost like in The Last Jedi in the beginning when Poe Dameron does that like fucking yeah. drift yeah, yeah. in the X-Wing, where the X-Wing just immediately turns, but it keeps drifting and turning. Like there's that level of maneuverability in the game. Uh there's also customization. You can customize your ship and your pilot. Um there's VR through the whole thing, so you can experience the entire thing in virtual reality. You know what else there is? Interesting. Crossplay Cross <laughs> as well. So Cross we can play on our quests. We can plug our quests in, and well, you got to get a better computer. No, but Alex but... can play on his PS4 <laughs> Pro, so he can play it, it like much better visuals, and we can still we can use our Series X. You can be on your quest. Like we could all play it on the best hardware we have. Sure. Oh yeah. Well, there's definitely there's definitely that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, one thing, Chris, that wasn't mentioned in the video, I don't know how you feel about this, but in the video, we only saw first person, and it has been confirmed that I'm it fine is with that. first person that's totally only. Fine. There is no yeah. pulling back. And I think that's good, because it, it controlling ships in first person versus third person yeah. is very different. And so if they're like, hey, we're going to do first person only... Uh, but yeah. we're gonna, you know, fine tune the control just for the first person. I think that's the yeah. Spot. I think I think that's totally like I, that's the way I want to play the game. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. that's good. And it's yes. only forty bucks. It's not a full. Yes. It's not a full price game. So hell yeah! Great, uh, great visuals, cool. great sounds, good looking game. Very excited. Papa John's. Nice. <laughs> 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 And that's all the news, um, baby. That's the news. Uh, no fortune today because uh, we don't know where Dan is. <laughs> no idea. No I, I, no I wonder if his internet's no out. Where he is. Just because I can't reach him. He has, L- he has LTE. But he has, does he? Yeah, he can message Maybe us. Maybe his power's out. What do you mean, does he? He's not, <laughs> does he's, not, he... he's not one of our other friends that borrows, that buys uh, leftover gigs. What? We'll talk about this later. I got to hear this. We'll talk about it uh, every time. All right. So um, if you put in numbers for this week, you can still put in numbers for next week as well. So you can double up for this week and next week. Um, 
There you go. We're going to do a couple questions from the pod. So if you want to send in questions to the pod, easiest way to do it is to go to our Discord, show notes. That's where the link is. Otherwise, email mm-hmm. at onrankpodcast.com. I know I have a voicemail. I said last week we play. I still haven't figured out my soundboard situation. It's very different on the PC. Uh, so I just don't have a solution yet. I'm definitely I'm going to commit to solving it for next week. But because I don't have a soundboard set up, I cannot do that today. Uh, but there's a voicemail there. Email onrankpodcast.com and blah, blah, blah. Here we go. From Rogue. <laughs> Gotta love this guy. Alan Jandrick. One of the Squadron. one of the best. One of the best. One of the one of the the greatest fans of Rank Podcast we've ever had here. Around with the new gen consoles, do you guys think Anthem will have a second life? For the fact that no loading screens. And what I will say is, and I, I don't want to be because I feel like if you're asking this question, it's because you were a fan of Anthem or you wanted Anthem to succeed and you bought Anthem. And I am sorry to say that I do not think so. And the reason I say that is because Destiny had absolutely horrid loading screens. Grand Theft Auto has abysmal minute plus two minute long loading screens. Destiny, like They're Destiny, really I'm bad. like, let's go to the tower, yeah. let's go to space, let's go to the next planet. Minutes later, we can finally yeah. start playing something. I, I, I'm unaware if Anthem is actually even worse than that, but those games were good enough. They were so good that you played in spite of it, and Anthem. It, like it definitely is detrimental to the game, but it's clearly not good enough that people are willing to put up with stuff like that. So I don't think it's just gonna. They need to fix other things about Anthem. I, I think uh, I think Anthem is is done. I think that the fact that we didn't mention it at EA Play today yeah. at all, there was no mention. There was no like, hey, we hear you, we're working on it. We can't show you, but we prom like we're gonna commit to Anthem. I think that with ea's history they're kind of like um they're like google in the sense of like they just drop shit they're one of those companies that like if something's not working they drop it rather than try and fix it and i think that anthem has no chance and i just uh, yeah anthem anthem i don't think is going to come back in any meaningful way they might attempt but i don't think it's gonna have a it's not gonna have this no man's sky oh we all love no man's sky now (laughs) yeah it's not happening sorry all right I have I'm nothing to say about Anthem. I've never played it. Good. So. Uh, all right. Psych Mike, what's one of the biggest or most important lessons you've learned in life? Something that's stuck with you for a while and you think about it a lot. I actually have one, and I think this is something that everyone goes through. Uh, it's. I think this is the moment that you, you separate yourself into full adulthood, and then there's no other moment like this that takes place again, and it's when... It happens in, like, early adulthood, I'd say, for most people. Let's say, like, maybe very late teens to, like, early to mid-20s. Or what? You're building this up. One day, you're going to be in a position, either at work or with a family member or a position of authority somewhere, where you realize that none of these adults, none of the authorities, none of the people you're supposed to listen to know Know what the fuck they're doing. Everyone's making it up. And you've thought this before, but you finally, like, you have this, like, crystallizing moment where you're like, they really don't know any better than I do. There are no real rules, and we're all just we're all just pretending yeah. that we're following along. Let me on tell this you, same, it's all a farce. <laughs> Let me tell you a fun story. When I realized this, Chris, uh, so I did shrooms <laughs> in college, and I it was the second yeah. time I'd ever done them. I didn't know this them. is where this was going. The first time I'd done them, I had a yeah, great I trip. Had a great trip. I had a great I. I had a great trip the first time I'd done them. The second time I'd done them, I had made them into a tea. And if you know anything about shrooms, if you actually make the tea, the tea is uh, a lot more potent. 
and I was having a really bad trip. And then I heard outside on the street, the trash men were coming, right? So I heard the trash truck pull up and grab the, the trash bit, you know, the bins and putting the trash in. And I was like, am I crazy or is it one o'clock in the morning right now? And they're doing this. And I looked and I was like, it is one o'clock. And I was like, the trash men are doing the trash at one in the morning. There are no rules. There is no, like, we are making this but shit That's up interesting because that kind of makes along. sense. Because you got to have the, the big trash guys out of the way when there's traffic. It's much easier for them when there but aren't people do. on the street and there aren't cars on the road. No, sure. Sure, absolutely. But I had always kind of grown up understanding that trash man is like a six o'clock thing. It's like a five o'clock in the morning kind of thing. And I understand that there are different streets at different times. But it just was like I was sitting there tripping on shrooms and these guys outside were doing trash. And for some reason, that was the <laughs> moment in my life where I was like, we have no clue what we're doing. Yeah. You're like, no you could just do anything, couldn't you? Yeah. You can just take out the you trash just, at one in the you, morning. No, you could just eat a fungus that'll cause it, you to hallucinate. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I, that, is, that is a life lesson. Um, that was going to tie into mine a little bit. So when I was a kid, I remember there was like a PSA or something that was, came on TV. And it was like telling parents to talk to their children about how painful like becoming an adult can oh. be. Um, and the PSA happened and I watched it and I didn't understand. I was very young. I was like six or seven and I watched it and I thought it meant like physically growing, <laughs> like your bones growing was a physical painful because I didn't understand what emotional pain was in any kind of like, I didn't understand what depression was. I didn't understand sure. what anxiety was. I didn't understand all of these things. So I turned to my dad. I was like scared. I was like, shit, am I going to, is it going to be like pain all of my, and I try and I turned to my dad and I was like, what does that mean? Was it, is it going to be, is it painful being an adult? And my dad just kind of really having a tough time trying to explain to me as a kid that like, Hey, life's going to be really fucking hard. No matter how easy you might have it. Like once you take on a certain amount of responsibility and you're on your own in a, in a lot of ways, like shit's going to be tough and like, you're going to have tough days. Um, and I, I've been thinking a lot, especially with, I don't want to get political, but with just like everything that has been happening for the last few years in that regard. And then especially with COVID and everything that's been happening this year in 2020, trying to navigate all of this shit. And then on top of that, I'm in a medium of work with digital media that is just up in the air, people losing their jobs left and right. And I'm trying to scramble for some shit. Like, I think about that PSA a lot now, and I'm like, I wish my dad had a fucking better answer for me. I wish I'd been better prepared for something like that. And so I think that's an important lesson I think people need to learn in early life is like, shit shit just kind of gets tougher. As I will say, the first part that you described, where it's like growing would hurt, just reminded me, I weirdly, for some reason, I put on mm -hmm. the X-Men First Class movie, and there's a scene where Beast uh -huh. takes... A shot so that he won't be a mutant anymore, but it backfires and then it makes him go full beast and and you watch yeah. like right before it happens you watch his like big feet get small into human feet and Therese just goes wouldn't that like really fucking hurt because like his bones are just <laughs> shrinking and like coming in shrinking, and then they're just growing sure. again yeah. like huge it's like wouldn't that be incredibly yeah. painful and he's just looking down like oh nice yeah <laughs> 
Yeah, that was that was kind of what I was thinking <laughs> at the time. Was like I thought like, oh, uh, your skin is not going to grow oh at the same God. rate. Your muscles aren't growing at the same rate. Because I didn't know what it meant. Sure. I had no idea because the PSA was <laughs> sure. so vague. The PSA was basically like, parents, tell your children about how growing up really fucking sucks and is very painful. And I didn't understand. I didn't understand. That's very interesting. What's your what's yeah, your life lesson? The best life lesson. Uh, you make your own luck. That's it. Okay. You want to extrapolate or expand on that at all? You're going to get a lot of opportunities thrown your way, right? But mm -hmm. um, some are going to be ones that you can't control, and some are going to be ones that you can control. And it's up to you, I think, to see the opportunities come your way that you can capitalize on and do it. Right. And not, don't right. give a shit about what anyone else thinks. Right. And just do it. And also <laughs> on the, on the inverse of that, just do it. It really just is. Do it. Do it. it really is a kind yeah. of just. But it's it's important to understand which opportunities you have in your control. Because God knows there have been so many things that I've tried to do and they have not come together. Yeah. Or they've fallen apart because there's yeah. something I mean, out that's of my the control. And learning the difference the between The entire entertainment industry is, is like, very important. you need to have the skills at the right time you need to be be prepared you need to be ready you need to be unique and you also just happen to have to have all of those at the time that there's the opportunity because you might get one you might get two but you need to be lucky you need to be in the right time right place but also have the skills it's like it's very yeah. very tough yeah but it, it, if one opportunity doesn't come your way or doesn't go your way another well, I mean, come. yeah yeah it's not yeah, the end all. yeah yeah uh, there's, it's just everything's different. I would say there's a lot of lucky. There's a lot of lucky. Th if you look back on how I got to where I am now, there's a yeah. lot of luck Same. that was involved. But it was also a lot of me being in the right place Same. at the right time with the right skills. Actually, what right I would time. say, yeah, like literally somebody retired at a perfect yeah. time. Like I had been at the company for a certain amount of time, and I could transition to this other part just at that moment. If that person had retired a year earlier, I wouldn't have been ready to yeah. take that spot. I, I will say, um, and I, I think this really spans outside of the entertainment industry, but ultimately, like, if you're someone that's like, we, I know we have a lot of younger listeners, people that are in school or, like, early outside of school, there's probably mm -hmm. nothing more important than um, having a big friend circle because, quite frankly, you mm -hmm. are so much more likely to get a job in any industry because you know someone who works at that company yep. or you have a friend who knows someone who works wherever you want to work because my... That my is like all of the entertainment industry is referrals. My my advice with uh, people who are just about to enter college or are in college still and have uh, opportunities left in college, fucking intern, find like I and don't be I a dick. Just make friends with everyone. Intern. Just make as many <laughs> friends as you can. Certainly, I had an opportunity to intern at Marvel in college uh, for my co-op because uh, quite a few people at Drexel ended up co-oping at marvel uh in in film the the film program i was in i ended up not doing it because i wanted to stay in philly uh for my co-op i didn't want to move to cali or somewhere for three months and then have to come back uh i fucking it's the, my biggest regret i'm gonna air it out here on this podcast it's my biggest regret uh, and you never know like i've had people who went to go intern for marvel and nothing ever came of it after but I, I feel like you should yeah, but, make and take as every opportunity you can, right? Uh, especially in college to, when that is all. You got to know shit too. You can't just 
Right. You have to the person has to feel yeah. the person who's recommending you or getting you the job has to right. be confident that you're also not going to embarrass them when you yeah, get to a position. Like I know a couple of people that are like, oh, who would like I was thinking to myself, man, if they asked me for a job, I would be like, mm, it's no. true. Like, it's true. Uh, you know, but there's there's a no. there's a there's a level to that because a lot of a lot of jobs when you're just trying to get in or start anywhere or even like the first levels of anything. A lot of people, when you get there, you're still learning it. So it's like, as long as you're capable yeah. of learning it, it's just, you know, it's, uh, it, make friends. Make friends. Be prepared. Yeah. Life's going to suck. <laughs> that's, uh, that's our, that's our three point plan for surviving as a human being. Sure. Um, I'll, this one is quick, so we'll just do it and then we will play our game. How punctual are you when it comes to arrival for your job? Or past jobs where you had to physically go in. Are you like me, someone who tries to arrive right on time or occasionally a few minutes late? Five minutes early means you're 15 minutes late. Or are you like one of my coworkers who arrives to work an hour and a half early every day? I uh, used to be one of those people that would get there right away. But, um, I mean, like working at Apple, you you had to be there on time. Like there was a very small grace yeah. period. And if you fucked that up, you were like that was the main reason you lose your job at that store was people... People got fired for two reasons at the Apple Store. They were late, and they stole stuff. That's pretty much it. <laughs> That's pretty much it. So, um, when I first, especially when I first start a job, I always get there, like either you know, right on time or early. Um, now, now it's. I would say it's a lot. Now it's well. Yeah. Now it's also really interesting yeah. just because of COVID. But um, also yeah. just just because of I've been at this company for almost five years now that I'm I'm gonna say I'm trusted in the sense that it, I just if I get my work done nobody bothers me right so mm-hmm. nobody gives a shit um, if I want to sign off on my own accord a half hour early no one's gonna come no one cares because one day I will probably stay on for an hour or two or yep. probably not two but you know what I mean. Um, but when it comes to going into the office, if if I'm expected to be there at eight o'clock, I'm there at eight o'clock. I'm never late. Mm-hmm. But I just think that the more trusted, I mean, at least in my job, the more trusted you are, the more no one cares about your hours. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a minute since I've had like an an office job where I've had to be somewhere at a specific right. time. But when I was, um, I mean, you know, you're there. And it's five minutes late, especially here in New York with the trains and how bad that can be and all kinds of complications. You know, I'm not driving from point A to point B. I'm taking a train to a station and then have to catch another train from that station. So there was a a big understanding that people were going to be late. You might be early some days. But there was always the expectation of like, A, it's more about can you get your work done in a day? And if you can do that, it kind of is moot. Um, but B, you're going to work late a lot of the time. I, I would never leave on time. And so if I was 10 minutes late and a half hour late leaving, um, yeah, it didn't really matter. I did. We did have talks from like higher ups that were like, hey, we kind of need people to be in seats. Yeah, not everyone can be like a half hour late every day. <laughs> Otherwise, it looks bad. Right. But, right. you know, you would if you got your work done and you proved you were a hard worker to me, you you getting there five, 10 minutes late. It was whatever. Um, but that being said, even before COVID happened, I, I've been doing so much freelance stuff that everything, my hours are nothing. Like, I don't have 
I haven't done a nine to five in two years at this point. So, guys, that's it. That's the that's, the that's Alex, the that's the. Correct me if chips. I'm wrong, but I believe you told me in a group chat that you actually have a complaint today. I do because a lot more people are on the fucking road. Let's hear it. <laughs> Hold on, I have to get to the. I gotta scroll. Great. This one's really quick. I feel like you guys will agree. Uh, people who signal right before they make the fucking turn, all is normal. Then boom, they hit the brakes. Huge slowdown. Signal turn. Mm-hmm. Enough, right? Like learn how to drive. <laughs> know where you're going. We have GPS now. If you don't know where the hell you're going, put in the put in where you're going. Okay. Don't put on the signal before you fucking make a turn. And this is another complaint that I had. Another real quick one. People who put like quotes at the bottom of emails. You know, when they sign their name and then they put a quote. Like what? Who cares? <laughs> right. Every single email <laughs> I read from you. Every single email. Some people like the will put their like a, like a yeah. old forum signature, They'll have like their like signature. A, like an old AOL instant messenger, like yeah, profile. where it's like it's like you miss a hundred percent of shots you don't Out take or here. something, and that's in that yes. email footer. Yeah, some Are these people old do that. People? I've yeah. seen some people do that. I don't. Uh, I'm not sure. Like, cause we all at my we all have like I have an email signature that I'll put in that has like my name, the email, the phone number, the address, blah blah. But then somebody will put like a little quote or something, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. title. Put a little quote, right? Like, um, you know, old Ben. Miss 100% I'm of the shots add, don't take. Don't yeah. put a right. quote Something in your email like signature. And then Alex Marinoff. Nice. But seriously, yeah. the people mm-hmm. who put that quote, the first time I read it, like, oh, all right, interesting. But all day, <laughs> it's there. It's like, oh, who all right. gives a shit? Like, who cares? Who who cares? I, like, who, I also. Like, who, why, do we, why do you think I don't even want your email signature. Put a fucking... I want anything. Make your email yeah, as 100%. short as yeah. possible. I don't even care if it's courteous. Just give me the information. I don't want to talk to you. I want to read yeah. this and be done. <laughs> I, my email yeah. etiquette is if it is the first email in a chain, I will put like sincerely Tom Caswell at the end. However, after that, it is just kind of like I'm almost texting you. I'm going to use proper grammar and stuff like that, but engaging with you, it's... I'm not having a little sincerely at the end. Um, I'm curious. Do you guys, if you're sending an email from your phone or an iPad, you know, it by default says sent from iPhone or iPad. Do you delete if that? I, as long I as I remember to do it, it I it's possible. Know. Like I might have it on currently and I just don't realize it. Yeah, mm-hmm. same. I don't, I don't think mine. I don't out. really send a lot of emails. Yeah. From the phone. Yeah. I send a lot of emails. I don't send a lot of personal phone. emails at all, actually. Which is why I'm like, I don't even want... I don't need Not the hey and like the how are you doing so this. It's just like if you have something to tell me, right. just type it into the email, send it so I can oh, respond. You know, what I, you know what I really fucking hated? I really hated um, my cousin used to do this. Which one? Uh, oh, okay. When you called her. Yeah. You not, said her. Not the, not, the, not the good one. Right. So the, the other, when you call her, she would – and if like she didn't yeah. want to talk or something like that because she was like that kind of person – She'd hit like the text response, yeah. like "Oh, yeah. can't talk right now." Yeah, you know what I mean, like the button. Oh yeah, and you knew what it was. I and use that, that to me when so I want someone rude. to know I'm annoyed. I hate that. <laughs> That's yeah. It is. It's such like using like a, punctuation uh, like, in a text off. message. It's like <laughs> I'm not gonna say I'm annoyed. Yeah, but they're gonna be able to read it. <laughs> right. All right, so that's it. All right, so Those we have a new game. All right, today we're going to play a new game. I know I hyped it up, but I think people are really going to like it, and it's called 
character select screen. That's right. You guys are used to selecting a character in your favorite games like Super Smash Brothers or Street Fighter. But this is a little different. It's more like the dating game. In fact, each one of us is going to have to take turns selecting our character. And the other hosts are going to be playing that mystery character. We get a series of questions to ask each mystery character. As we ask questions and we get answers, we get a little bit closer to uncovering who they are. The earlier that we correctly guess who a person is, the more points we get, starting with five points for the first round, down to one for the last round. Each contestant is given six questions to choose from. We're going to start out with Tom as our first contestant and see how it goes. Welcome to Character Select Screen. Oh, boy. I didn't have the soundboard, but I originally was going to, I recorded like a bunch of like, I did like a game show voice thing and I was going to play it and I was going to do like a graphic thing, but we'll save that for next time. No, uh, right. All right. So, Tom. Alex and I are your mystery characters. Yep. We're going to see which one of us you get to take out into your match. You got to uncover who we are. So what question are you going to start with for us? I'm choosing five. I need to get five of these, right? Yeah. So you get to pick one question first. Okay. And we're what, both going to answer it for you. What's your favorite TV show? I just, uh, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just making sure I'm, I'm being the right character. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, so my favorite TV show is... It's got to be Planet Earth. I just love that David Attenborough. I love that series. There's a whole lot going on there that is just for me. Got it. It's gonna have to be Planet Earth. Okay, Tuna, your uh, favorite show? Uh, uh, mystery character number two. Miss, sorry, mystery character number two. Right, right. Um, the Big Treehouse. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, treehouse. Uh, could you explain what happens in that show to me, please? People get together in a treehouse, and it's big. Okay. Just like Russian roulette, sometimes the sometimes some questions are gonna be better for some characters. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you picked the worst question for me, dude. All right, so mystery character number one likes planet Earth, and mystery character number two likes big treehouse. And if I and if I make a guess and it's wrong, there's a penalty. You you, right? you go to the next question. So you get a chance oh, right now okay. to guess okay. who either of All us right. are. It, this is for five points if you get either of these correctly. Uh, I'm gonna guess Goku for mystery character number one. For me, yeah, no, I I am not Goku. I apologize. Goku. Okay, oh, yes, I am not Goku. Mr. Goku. And then Mr. Character. So now uh, you don't get to make a guess for Mr. Character number. 10. Oh, I get to guess one of you. Okay, yeah. All right. Well, if you get it wrong, if you get it wrong, you have to go to the next question and right. the next round starts. If you got me right, then you I get another guess shot. Too. Okay. Uh, All right. This is where my soundboard would have been like, "Sorry, that's incorrect. <laughs> Please, next round." Do you care more about love or money? Who are you asking? Uh, Mr. Character number one. Hmm. Well, it, this is a complicated question for me, I'd say, because I, I, I'm not necessarily in it for the money. It's more about my love for uh, the world. and for my, It's my love for the quest of knowledge and giving back to a community is, I think, what I would say. So, so love, in a way, more than money is probably the most appropriate answer for me. Mr. Carter number two? Uh, money. Hondo pay. Um, extortion is a big thing <laughs> for me as well. Uh huh. Money, money matters. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm going to guess that Mr. Character number two is Nico Bellic. No. From G2. Oh. No, but that's, a, that's an interesting guess. That's no, a... it is an interesting guess, but, but yeah. No. Okay. Question number three. Yep. What do I want to go with here? What are we? 
you have any pets? No, uh, mystery character, mystery character number one again. Well, I'll just, we'll just go in order at this point to mm-hmm. make it easy for you. Uh, I have a lot of pets. I have a lot. Uh, I Honestly, in a way, um, it would be hard to count. I could probably tell you how many unique pets I have, but how many total is there's a lot. Okay, and two, and Mr. Cat. <laughs> um, I don't think so. I I I don't have pets, but I definitely have a lot of people um that I like to look after. Yeah, we'll go with that. Okay, I think that mystery <laughs> character. I think mystery character number one is Blathers. Me? Yeah. No, Fuck. no, I'm not Blathers. Shit. Yeah. Um, and so originally, by the way, just because it's always hard to tell like how easy or hard these games are going to be so we play for the first time, um, we'll, you just get to use all six questions. And the last two okay. are both one per- point. Just because okay. it's, you know, we never know how hard it's going to be to each other. And, uh, okay. Oh, well, okay. So you're not Blathers. All right, fine. Not Blathers. So um, sorry, shit. next round. Okay. Uh, favorite song. What's your favorite song, mystery character number one? Mm, my favorite song. Um, it's got to be the Poker Rap. Yeah, Poker Rap has got to be my favorite song. Mystery character number two. Um, yeah, mine mm-hmm. is. There's a there's a long list here, so I'm just trying to just trying to pick one that you know is good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. KK Lullaby. It's my favorite song. Good song. Okay. Uh, I'm going to guess that Mr. Character number one is Professor Oak. You got me. Okay. And Mr. Character number two is Tom Nook. That's correct. Bing, bing, bing. Bing, bang, boom. So that's... The song... That was good. Two, okay. That's two points each. The song question yeah. can be the biggest giveaway. It's, it's hard. I got to say, it was hard to know if I should just say poker app or something else, but since... We're getting down to that was the fourth question. I was like, you know what? Let's just do it. Let's let's throw um, it out there. Let's throw it out there. So that was uh, five, four, three. So it's two, two points each. So you got four mm-hmm. points total. Tom, you got four points going around. That was the first round of character select screen. We're going to move on to our second contestant. Uh, you know, I didn't read this before, but I did write it originally. It was, uh, our next contestant is Alex Marinello, a Duncan boy whose complaints are as spicy as his favorite foods. Will he correct, correctly name all three characters? I didn't have time to edit this. Let's find out. Alex, welcome to the show. You have How's Mr. Character going? number one, myself, Mr. Character number two, over here. Please ask your first question for five points. Um, okay. Hmm. What is your best physical quality, mystery character number one? I'm going to go with my long, long legs. <laughs> my long, long legs. <laughs> For the audio listeners, I hope Tom is laughing so hard that he pulled away from the it was microphone. Just the way, it's just the way that you said it was just... <laughs> it was just amazing. <laughs> and Mr. Character number two, what's your yeah, best um, let me just Let me just take a look at... Let me just take a look at myself well, look, in, the in the mirror. mirror at your stats. Yeah, yeah. yeah your stats. Yeah. <laughs> let me yeah, just look yeah, myself yeah. in the mirror. Yeah. Um, I would say my best physical feature is... Uh, you know, I have to kind of be in good shape for my job, uh, for, for, for my work life. So I, I just got a great kind of physique. I'm just like in shape. Yeah. Um, hmm. uh, mystery character number one, are you Bayonetta? No, I'm not Bayonetta. I'm sorry. 
My long, long legs. <laughs> no, that's good. I was wondering who who he'd go with because I feel like that does. There's a lot of a lot of people. With, there's a lot of us long leggers out there. There's a lot of long leggers out there for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm right. falling down a Google image rabbit hole right now. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Right. Um, Round what's... two, four points. Yeah. What do you like? What do you like to do for fun, mystery character number one? Uh, what do I like to do for fun? Um, I like to sort of be like the uh, the I'm the spoiler. You know, you know, you know. You go to a party and everyone's having a good time, and then that one person shows up, and you're like, they're here. Like, he showed up, huh. she came to the thing. Like, there's always that one. And I like being that sort of troll. Troll. I troll for fun, in a way. Was that a clue? I mean, I'm just I, I'm just describing myself. That's right, right. Um, yeah, my, I'm, yeah, I'm kind of consumed by my work, like, at all times. So as long as I get a good day's working i'm i'm kind of content that being said i i would say that i i probably take my uh dog for uh i like to play with my dog and spend time with my dog who i spend time with during during work hours but you know it's different after work hours work you work you're you're a video game wait this is and this is video game characters correct yeah yeah all right um who had a dog (laughs) who had a dog I'm just gonna give you a hint. It's not Tom Nook, and with Isabel being the dog. Right. <laughs> uh, Tom, are you mm. with the dog? Michael from GTA Five. Uh, you, I think you mean Franklin, and no, no, Michael. Fra- yeah. also, oh, Franklin had the dog. No, I meant Franklin. Frank, yeah, had the dog, but, yeah, or really, Michael? I don't know. I met, are you any one of them from GTA Five? <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not any one of them from GTA Five. No. All right. Any one of the main characters. Oh. All right. Round three. Three points. What What is your weakness? Character number one. Oh, man. Um, I think I think my weakness is... Uh, oh, this is tough. I don't have a specific physical weakness. I'd say it's, it's similar to, to most other people. Like just getting hit by things, getting attacked by enemies is, is like a physical weakness. Um, but uh, my biggest weakness would be my ability to lead. Uh, you know, always playing second fiddle. Never never king of my own show. Fuck. Okay. Two? Uh, I'm hot-headed. I'm brave. I'm yeah. determined. But, you know, sometimes that uh, I rush into things. I might. I am so bad at this. Um... No, it's tough. I think this is not, a, not necessarily super easy. It's also our first time doing it, it as tough. the characters. Yeah, like, tough. the next time, I feel like it'll also work better because we'll have a better idea of how to answer them. Yeah. And uh wow. yeah, I'm I'm hot-headed. Hot-headed. Hot. Say the same for my dog. Yeah. Are you some very guy from hot fallout? Are you some very, guy from fallout? Hot dog. <laughs> are you a fallout? Are you making character? an official guess? Are yeah, you yeah, you should, are you a fallout we're, character? We're, uh, you should make a guess of an actual character. If you if you think right, it's a character right. you can't name, we probably didn't pick it. Pick it? Okay. All right. I promise you you would be able to guess who I am. Pretty okay. like you would know the name, my name. But what are you doing at work all day? I'm at work all day. I'm looking good doing it. I'm hanging out with my dog. I'm hot headed. They're very hot. <laughs> <laughs> hanging out with my dog. Fiery, one might say. 
Yeah, I, I got it. Uh huh. And then Chris, what you have long legs? <laughs> Just like a fucking spider crawling towards you. Yeah. yeah, I've got long legs. You know, always playing second fiddle. Not able, never, never mm. able to carry my own. You know, my own weight. But uh, I do like to troll those. It's probably probably because I'm never really, you know, number one. I feel like I gotta, you know, I gotta fuck with everyone else. I show up uninvited. <laughs> Some might say. You're at work all day, and then you play with your dog, and you're hot-headed, and you got long legs. <laughs> you got long legs. <laughs> you got to guess one of us, and then you can get another question. <sighs> also, I feel like I was a little bit uh, vague with my weakness, but my dog has a weakness, and it is definitively water. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Definitively water. No question about it. My no dog's way. weakness yeah. is water. Hundo P. Your it's dog? Like is... What the fuck dog? <laughs> what the fuck dog? Are you Link? Tom Are you Link. Asking? Yeah, Tom's no, Link. No, I'm not Link. Fuck! <laughs> okay. What's your favorite color? Uh, It's gonna have to be purple, man. Purple? I'm telling you, I'm terrible at this. It's, it is. so bad. There is no way it is not purple. <laughs> it is absolutely purple. Don't you dare think it's green. It's purple. All right. I got, all right, I got it. I got you, Tom. <laughs> um, I, 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 I would, I think blue might be it. Uh, it's the color oh, of my, my work uniform. Um, either blue or my, my gray hair. What? Okay. Okay. Cr- cr- no, no, no. Uh, mis- mystery character. Wait, 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 wait. Your, your hair color is not gray. Are you, are you sure about? Yeah, that? I, th- I, I. This is this is where Tom's color blindness gets in the way. <laughs> are you sure? Yeah. Okay. What color hair are you then? What color do I have? So, so traditionally, uh-huh. it's like have what... a green blue. Definitely not gray. Okay. Well, my <sighs> I, I really like the color of my uniform, which is definitely blue. <sighs> okay, Chris is Waluigi. Mystery costume ah! number one is Waluigi. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> All right, and Tom is like fucking Sailor Mercury or something. I don't. Um... Sailor costume wise, he's kind of getting there though. You're getting there. You're not. Are you, got, you from you got... Mortal Kombat? No, he's not. You got more questions. You gotta. Uh, you let's... got more questions oh, yeah. for me, baby. Well, I could still guess who he is. Oh well, yeah. You get. Yeah, one... you just guessed. No, I wasn't really guessing Sailor Mercury. What oh, video okay. game is she? Well, in? take take an actual guess for Tom. So you got two points. He he's got blue hair. Yeah, I'd say blue, blue, green. Depends on, but yeah. My uniform is blue. Are you in Smash Brothers? Am I? Are in you Smash so- Brothers? solid, solid snake? I don't fucking know. Uh, Tom's hair color, if you want the technical hair color, is cerulean. There you go. What? <laughs> Ask me another question. Yeah, and I will tell All you right. no lies. All right. Do you have close family? Uh, hang on a sec. <laughs> one second. One second. Being the troll I am, yes, 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 a very big, very close family. Uh, so I have, I, I yeah, I, I have a lot of family. <laughs> There's a lot of people in the world that look like me, and we might be related. We don't know. Um, but there's a lot of people who are in my profession who look like me. And then there's also a lot of people who are in the medical profession who look like me. Oh, I well. know who you fucking are. Okay, I got it now. I forgot. Are you the police officer from Pokemon? You got to know my name. Uh, 
I don't know your fucking name. You're not Nurse Joy. You're Officer Blah Blah Blah. That's good enough. Yeah, That's I'm Officer enough. Blah Blah Blah, aka Officer Jenny, with Jenny, like Rowlith. Okay. Oh, I don't remember that at all. That's good enough. Surely, why you don't remember that? He doesn't remember. I don't remember that. He doesn't remember. Okay. Either way, he got it. You still get a point for yeah. that. So Alex got three points. I I think actually uh, the game the game works. It's just uh the, it takes two, you need at least two questions I think before you even have a chance yeah. unless unless you yeah. land on a question that's sort of a giveaway. Um, yeah, maybe the picture you looked at Tom was like gray, but it's 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 like a teal. I mean, I yeah, it just looks really yeah. gray, but whatever. it's like a teal. Um, which I said cerulean because it's also listed as that in cerulean city. I was hoping maybe he got his brain too. Pokemon. All right, our third contestant. Hey everybody, it's me, Kirsten Humes. Uh, it looks like I have two uh, two characters here that I can play with. All right. Yeah, go ahead. Let's see how he does. <clears throat> I have to say, it it seems somewhat clear to me that neither you guys didn't necessarily think about how well you could answer the questions that I had picked. At least Alex, uh, <laughs> when it was your turn to answer. So like when the favorite TV show came up, you were still trying to figure out the uh, answer. <laughs> right. I don't even know what the, the reason. Want to do. Well, the is... reason like I had us discuss them in advance was that you knew that question would come up, so you could have an answer. And if you were like, "Oh, I can't uh, come up with something like this," pick something else. <laughs> I thought uh, you were going to say like Gilligan's Island. Well, no, I googled Tom Nook's favorite TV, <laughs> and that's what came up. <laughs> that's good. I like that. Um, okay, so I'm going to start with. Oh, I was looking at the wrong list. Sorry, apologies. Um, wait. Someone sent me the questions I can ask? Yeah, I sent you them. Tom showed them, I think. They're in, my, they're in our chat. Oh, they're, they're broken up. It's not in one chunk. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Um, what's your sense of style, character number one? That'll Does be that you, mean? too. That'll that be me. Um, honestly, I'm, I'm a big shoe guy. Love shoes. Love them. Use them all the time. Love shoes. Okay. And character number two? Only the finest Italian suits. <laughs> I get them tailored from my boy, okay. uh, but they are the finest, the finest Italian suits money can buy. All right. Um, interesting. I'm going to go with character number one first. Mystery character number one. <laughs> Whose sense of style is shoes. Your sense of style is shoes. <laughs> and if I know anyone that knows shoes, it's got to be Sonic the Hedgehog. That is correct. I am Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. He doesn't even need to know who I am. He already has enough points. <laughs> That's true. And mystery uh, character number two, fine Italian suits. I wouldn't guess that that's Mario because he certainly wears overalls, and I wouldn't necessarily describe that as a suit, but maybe it's because he has all the different costume changes. Uh, that being said, you had GTA on the brain earlier, so I'm going to go with Michael from Grand Theft Auto. I am not Michael. Damn it. <laughs> I am not Michael. All right, so then let's go to question number two. What's your favorite song? Is it Video Killed the Radio Star? Uh, it's, um, you know, I'm, a, I'm kind of a fan of the poker rap as well. Oh, my goodness. Mystery character number two. You, are you Giovanni? Because we just had Professor hey, Oak up in here. It's a me. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, Giovanni. <laughs> oh man! Wow, well done. What a round! I, I, I was like, I can't do the, t I can't do Team Rocket, the Team Rocket song, because that's too obvious. Yeah. but it has to be. Yeah, 
the, what's your favorite song is almost a giveaway answer. We just shouldn't use that yeah. in the future. We should only make it songs yeah. that are non-game songs in the future. So thematically, it should make sense. Uh, but that's a tough one because that is mm -hmm. definitely a giveaway question. Uh, so that was Character Select Scene. I hope people enjoyed it. I think it's fun. I think it's a fun twist on the Russian roulette yeah. style. Uh, I think mm -hmm. the second time we do it will be easier now that we've actually had to attempt to answer the questions, which is the harder part. Um, but I hope people enjoy it. And next week, we're going to be playing press player so get excited for press player next week but until okay. next time gentlemen start your engines for that countdown because alex Marnello, how can they find you uh tuna targaryen on twitter tuna targaryen on playstation and tuna space targaryen on xbox tom caswell great britom on each and every platform come hang out with me at mixer.com forward slash great britom doing lots of streams having a good time over there and I am at Christian underscore Humes. This is the Unranked Podcast. Thank you so much once again for listening. Check out Tom's other show, The Ultimate Spider-Man Review Show. Really cool. Check out his streams. Tom's been absolutely killing the game on his streams. Uh, oh, check out our Patreon. We have the, one of the best Halos oh. coming up. We got the Covenant map. We've also got a side quest in Patreon this month. I, I want to say something real quick. Uh, a, a listener messaged me on Twitter uh, they were confused about what Discord is. I don't think we've ever actually explained what it is. Mm. So people that have no have never heard of Discord or anything, it's a it's a free chat room. It isn't tied to our Patreon. You can join it for free. There's no cost to be a part of the Discord. It's basically a chat room for fans. We spend time there, hang out with you guys, and you guys interact. So please go join the Discord. If you haven't joined because you thought you had to pay for it, you do not. Yeah. So it's awesome. Go if join you the play Discord. games because the amount of times like our listeners play with each other and these people like otherwise they wouldn't know each other and i've played plenty of games with everyone like it's awesome i love it i love having it love having everyone listen to the show and until next time stay unranked dan wherever you are i hope you're in good health but you can suck it <laughs>